0: Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Otaku Collective Podcast. I'm your host today, though, and I'm here with my boy Zeph and Jar. How y'all doing, man? Zeph. I said
1: Seth.
2: Okay. Oh.
0: I said Seth. <laughs> <Jeff and laughs> I, I, I can see where you heard this, but I said Seth. I'm sorry that my <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's all i to saying. My lips came real there. I'm sorry if it came out like that. You're good. There's you're definitely... good. It was more so.
1: It was more so the stutter before my name.
0: Okay. Well, then that probably was. I didn't realize I even stuttered. I was rolling in with it. All right. But yeah, how you doing?
1: Doing pretty good. A little tired. But been a week, but doing pretty good.
3: Good. beyond well, and put up 27, 12, and three, see. Brizzy's got to get adjusted into the game. That's that's a crazy downside, though. That's like not even a week. Just for him.
0: Not Just even him. a week.
3: Um, so adaptations, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, I'm I'm doing all right. Can't complain. Uh, life is hard sometimes. Uh, fuck the Supreme Court. But other than that, we we vibing.
0: Yes, sir. Yup. Well.
1: Grant Williams yep. is a Maverick.
3: Okay.
0: Don't know if that's good or bad, but okay.
1: That's great for us. Hey, wait, Not wait, wait, for wait, wait, no, no, no. Shut up,
3: shut up, on. You said, you said, said, Greg Williams is a maverick. And you said, you don't know if that's good or bad. What is your NBA basketball team choice again? The
0: Boston Celtics.
2: <laughs>
0: I feel like I just talked myself. Hey, yeah. do, do me a, myself. give me a give yeah. me a solid
3: real quick. Give me a solid quick and Google Grant Williams. G-R-A-N-P- uh, and the regular
0: white family. Wait, you, said, you said who? Grim Grant. 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 Oh Grant. Grant oh, Grant. oh, see now I didn't hear that. I didn't hear Grant No, know. I didn't hear that. Nah, no, I thought he said nah, something he else. Grant Williams, Williams? I did not hear Grant. I heard, like, Gray Williams. That's what I heard. Who was Gray thought Williams? Gray. Gray Williams. I don't know y'all. No, y'all know no, 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 no. name no, no, no. no, no, is, who is who Grant?
1: Who is Grant I know Greg
0: Williams. He's on the Celtics. I know it. Nigga was on I thought he said Gray. I
3: thought he said Gray. No, I was like
0: Gray Williams. Okay,
3: Grant Williams was a okay. nah. He is now. He like, is now better. That's You like, is that good? Like, yeah. Like,
0: <laughs> no, you see, I was confused. I was like, I am supposed to know who Gray Williams is. So, you know, sport, he Seth's a sports guy, so I figured he tried to hit me. He just hit me with a sports fact that I really didn't know. So, I, instead of pretending like I know, like I do almost 60% of the time with him, I said I'm going to actually ask the question. That's, That's Seth. Seth, it'd be funny, man. I'd be feeling like sometimes you have sports conversations with people and at work and stuff, and I'd be feeling like you'd be hitting them with facts, and they be, like, on the flip side – on their side, they would be like, I don't know what the fuck he's talking about, but I'm going to keep looking <laughs> in the tree. Like, Jamal's the only one I know that can match you for, like, knowledge for knowledge. Like,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. That's
0: the only one I know who can match you. Like, oh, oh, yeah, I know all that. And then here's this. And then you know, more knowledge is shooting back at each other.
1: Yeah. So, like, Matt, for example, uh, producer Matt, uh, anytime he wants to know what's going on with the Mavericks, he comes to me. Of course. Because he's awesome as a
2: fan. He's not a real fan, no, he's like, hey.
1: well <clears throat> he's just not on Mavericks Twitter like that or Twitter Yeah. In general. He has a child now.
0: So all means. Well, yeah, child, I'm about to say it don't really mean that they're just a hey, little yeah. person that sits there and says, I, Hey I'm, what you
1: looking at? money He, <laughs> on hand over he watches yeah. all the games, but so like whenever we traded for Grant Williams, he wasn't familiar with Grant Williams. So he
2: came to me.
1: Yeah, so he came to me to like learn about Grant Williams.
0: He came. He came you today.
1: Grant Williams trade did not happen today.
0: Yeah, I figured he was saying that. Why the the fuck
1: did you write it up? Why? Because it's the it happened since last time that we recorded.
2: Yeah, you
3: know what, shit? I, I'm taking like 14 shits this glass out
2: there <laughs> yeah.
0: Well, that's not today's topic.
1: <laughs>
0: oh, snap. Uh, that, that's funny. I, that's I don't a transition. Know what, I don't know what to do with that. One. All I can say is, so today's topic. Uh, you, today. uh, uh, you are no. know what <laughs> shows weren't <laughs> shit.
1: This, this this, season, seasonal anime. They were not shit. Somewhere. It took,
0: it took you a little men to get that out, Somewhere. but I'm with it.
1: Somewhere. This
0: show seasons weren't shit. Well, we're about to have our opinion-based conversation on that. And as y'all may guess, yes, we're doing our seasonal wrap-up. Um, we are now heading into the summer season of 2023. Spring season is now wrapped up. A lot of cool little bangers came out. A lot of re- continuations have came out. And we are now furthering along the countdown to said great, greatest One Piece moment of all time. So we're heading into the summer months. We're in the summer months. But before we leave, we got to reflect on the spring and, you know, make sure we're heading in the right path as a good anime community. I feel like before we even get in the topic of the shows, I just want to ask y'all, how did you feel about the anime community during the spring season like was it toxic or people pushing stuff on people what's just y'all quick opinion
1: do i think that this season people were toxic on like twitter and stuff like that
0: i mean yeah twitter social media instagram Oh, i mean like people are always
1: toxic but like like but like like
0: was was anything like standout ish in the anime community? Was it a simple spring scene? Like For ish. example, for example, like like was there any show that just had like the Oshinoko effect? Like oh, you could have said like Oshinoko pretty much had people up in arms. Like pe- it had people by the necks. You got people trying to dress up as idols and stuff now and getting into the idol world. So it was more so something- the
1: fact that like I don't know, that like, was at
0: the start of the spring season, so that's just something, I mean, taking it back.
1: Yeah, other than other than really big, like, big enemy, like, One Piece, Bleach-type shows, Naruto, things like that. Mm. Uh, Chainsaw Man, Jujutsu Kaisen, in terms of modern versions of those, in terms of popularity standard, Demon Slayer as well. I haven't seen a reaction to an episode one like that, on Twitter at least. I uh, I haven't seen I I, a reaction I don't to know an episode. how long yeah
0: yeah
1: I don't know how long
0: granted granted it was an hour and a half episode it was still. an hour and
1: a half episode but even still like to grab that many people like that many people's attention in
0: a short amount of time get,
1: get people to watch an hour and a half episode for that matter right because usually people look at the time and art my generation has a very short attention span as of late and so to to grab that many people to get that many people to sit down and watch an hour and a half episode a full-length movie episode basically is pretty impressive and to get that kind of reaction as well on twitter
0: okay um josh what about you you see anything this spring season anything crazy in the anime community, specifically anime, you know, community stuff? Anything that was wild or anything that just was like, okay, or did you think it was pretty chill this season? Like, nothing wild happened and see nothing.
3: There are some, some wild in his Geo takes in New York, but that's as it is. See,
0: that's going to be for the next. <laughs> hey, hey, wait till the One Piece episode. He may have his own section in there. Don't be wrong.
3: But, yeah,
0: <laughs> trust me, I'm right there mm. with y'all.
3: They're always tweeting some
0: bullshit. I saw honestly, some inner- weirdly enough, he's been inspiration to me to be like, you know what? Let's just be toxic. <laughs> Every once in a while, there I'm some inner- <laughs> androids, uh, One Piece
3: of this uh, spring season. Uh, I did see something that I didn't know Is when I watched the uh, One Piece episode. I, mean, God, I know I'm talking about this, and we're going to have One Piece episode later, but we're going to have One Piece episode. Uh, during the kid lob big mom fight, one of the animators and, and fucking kids uh, Sm- on fire, smoke smoking on that pack. big mom pack it was yeah. fire. and I was like, I- I'm gonna be dead. At. I thought somebody was trolling at first. And so I, I did I you too. And you I went, went and looked it and I up. I went back and yeah, I went I went and did some research. I was like, yo, that's crazy. Wasn't it's
1: wasn't that that uh, the American animator that did that or no? Yeah, it
3: was a fucking. It was a, it was a cartoon hit, dude. It was a cartoon dude. Yeah
1: yeah
0: yeah yeah yeah, that that was the the henry Henry shout out him for
1: probably making one of the most memorable moments in all of the recent well he did the first
0: part see that's the crazy thing about it he did the first part of that fight and i was almost disappointed he didn't get to do the end part but he did such a great part on like starting that fight that's right yeah like it will be of course the memorable moment is going to be the end of the fight like i'm gonna just be real But the beginning of that fight, like when people years from now go to watch, like, okay, how did Big Mom?
1: I'm more talking about that. How did something happen? That single frame, because it was only up there for a frame. Correct me if I'm wrong.
0: Well, if we're going to, I mean, I'm not trying to just go deep into it, but like, you also saw how he did Lost Transition.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah, so he did say he wanted to show people, like, you know, the the strengths and weaknesses of everyone. Like, he said in Lost Case, Lost fast as hell, but he's not strong. So he showed like him literally like usually we're used to seeing shade where everyone just teleports. So to see us be the shade was a whole nother vibe. Like I've never it was a, it was like being in a VR, you know what I'm saying? Like wait, where does they like you're playing a video game. So that was pretty cool. So right, well, yeah. Shout least, out to one shit. Like Mom, uh, in the Mom.
3: king in the King uh Zoro fight, uh Fucking Kings like dragon thing. Yeah, Brother wrote in the rabbit. I love pasta And then uh, when Zoro had his conqueror shit going on with his aura. There was an Among Us uh, thing I want to say on his left side My What is that Yeah, that was funny uh, wow. Obviously asking random bad takes on the internet all the time
0: Smoking on that Big Mom yeah. pack, though, that was kind of so funny to me because, like, for it to come... I mean, I'm just going to say it, for it. that For something that was hip-hop culture to end up in One Piece anime, even though I've, like, realized One Piece anime has probably always been in hip-hop culture, there's probably plenty of rappers over the years who watch watched One Piece and love it. But to see that Smoking on the Big Mom pack, knowing that that came from Gucci Man, who's from Atlanta, who's from Birmingham, from Bessemer, Alabama, actually, who grew up in Atlanta... And his words led all the way to a One Piece anime episode, probably the biggest One Piece anime episode to date right now. That's that transcends any imagination that I ever had, and that's like probably one of the coolest moments gonna be one as of right now. The year is one of the coolest moments of the year for me because I watched that live when it when that statement was said. You know, I'm smoking on your friend Pat. and like to see like something like that go viral to the point where it reaches like. You know, when people think viral, I don't think sometimes people think just how deep something viral can be. Like, you're viral. You're in Australia. You're in Japan. You're in, you know, South America, South Africa. You're everywhere. So to know it just transcended that far is almost like just a a, a bit a crazy... It's bittersweet because it's like, dang, dude, man, did you really have to say it like that? But now then you look at it like, I'm glad he said it like that because clearly everyone's going to resonate with it. It's going to forever stick. So they are. That was that was probably pretty cool to see. That was a good toxic well, I that don't even make sense. That was a very oxymoron. That was a good anime com- community moment. When that episode dropped for Henley Thurlover, everyone I saw had not enough said nothing bad about that episode. I didn't see one bad review. Not even like uh I wish he did this. I, like everyone was with it.
1: I remember him tweeting before uh like right after it was announced. Saying yeah. that he, uh, he, uh, I'm finally in control of the auras,
0: <laughs> yeah, bro. But that's what I was like, yes, I saw that too. That's the best part, though, because they were getting. I remember like a year or two ago seeing stuff about the auras, and it's too much aura stuff. And even he came out one episode and said, Well, at this point, if we stop doing the auras, y'all would ask where the aura is at, right? Yeah, I was like, Well, he got a point, we're already here now. Like, shit, we've been playing Guido for, like, 60 episodes to here. So, yeah, that, that was cool. That was cool. Um, but, yeah, so I guess spring season community, thanks to One Piece, clearly. We're going to say that out loud. Thanks to One Piece has kept the anime community at a nice bay. There's a lot of new people watching One Piece. I see that. Maybe it's just me talking about it and my timeline doing what hey. it does. A lot of new people watching One Piece, man, so I'm just happy to see that. That's really I, the big
1: thing. I saw a really wholesome moment on TED Talk today, right? Mm-hmm. Where a mom was watching One uh, – they've already seen One Piece, obviously. But they were watching One Piece with their son, who is six, right?
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And they got to the part where uh, Mary the, uh, is uh,
2: sinking uh, into
1: the ocean. And oh. you just hear her son start bawling his eyes out. Oh. And that's, the caption was cute. like, uh, I taught my son true pain.
0: Ah, uh, yeah. <laughs> early, early, <laughs> early. 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 Early <laughs> though. Early God. though. Get out the way, man. Figure it out early. So then when you get older, you can be like, yeah. okay. That's cool, man. Hulsome,
1: wholesome one. moments that One Piece is still reaching. Even... Even six-year-olds. Even children.
0: Mm-hmm. That's cool, man. That's cool. Um, I don't really know how we're going to do this, so we're just going to freestyle it. Um, Maybe I'll start with my shows that no one else has watched. Which is only like two, three. Go ahead. Okay. So, we guess we'll start this off. This was a very detective-ass motherfucking season. I'd like to say it was a lot of mystery shows. It actually got me in a whole genre now because now there's some hit mystery anime coming out the next season that I might want to fool with. But I'm going to start with my home hero. You know, I ain't going to take up many people's time because, like, these are a lot of mystery shows, so it's not much I can really say. So it's really, like, almost like the preview, but, like, on the reverse. So I'll just kind of more so give my review. I don't want to really... Go over the show because I pretty much feel like I'd be telling everything that happened kind of to an extent. But on my home heroes about a guy who writes mystery stories. He has a wife, got a kid, simple life. Daughter starts dating some, you know, hoodlum. You know how that goes. And the hoodlum literally is a douchebag. So the dad came to the girls' house one day, was in the house, and the boyfriend came home. Because they were living together obviously that's normal um but like he didn't know they were living together so he hides in the closet he sees said boyfriend while hiding in the closet and the boyfriend pretty much says i'm gonna take this girl for everything she's worth and then probably kill her if she don't act right that's literally what he said and as a father he lost it And he did what any father would do when they find out that that boyfriend that their daughter said they're dating is saying they're going to take them for everything they're worth and kill. And from there, he then has to cover up said thing that any father would do if a boyfriend was talking about killing their daughter. He has to cover that up.
1: You can say what they did.
0: He has to cover it up from the police, from the gangsters, from everybody. He's covering it up and it's it's pretty it gets pretty deep man it's it's really funny because he's never he's basically a very straight up guy never did a crime in his life or anything bad so to see someone like that the only thing he can go off is he writes mystery stories so everything he did to get away with like try to get away with the crime is based off what he wrote in his mystery story so it's pretty cool kind of like a detective conan thing but not to the same extent, Conan definitely would have got away with anything he wanted because he's smart as hell. But it's it's interesting to see someone who's not smart as hell try to get away with it. You heard about... It's kind of sad, but, like, there was a scene in it that I remember... There was only one scene in the show that actually went viral, or viral-ish. There was a scene in the show where they showed you how to pick a lock, and they blurred it out. And people on Twitter and everything was like, why would they blur it out? what's wrong with seeing a key getting a And I'm like, because we can learn how to break into people's houses. Legitimately. Like, we act like people ain't watching these shows and, like, really doing it. So, my home hero pretty much is a good little mystery story. 12 episodes, you know, quick little thing. And it's kind of sad it was over at the end, but the ending kind of, you know, could have been better. Does it so, wrap given- up the show? it did yeah it does okay. but like could have okay. been better could have been better as as deep as we got to figuring like to doing it i mean if anything the, the 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 episodes a couple episodes before the ending were really felt like an ending and then the actual ending you felt like was so abrupt you're kind of like wow really all right so definitely giving my home hero like a six out of ten i don't really see myself the only reason i really given it a 6 out of 10 is basically because it kept me on the edge of my feet. Like, you're going to be on the edge. It's kind of like total... No, nowhere near Totemachi game, but definitely heading in that direction of, like, what's going to happen next? Nothing in close, because Totemachi game was so unpredictable. This one does have some predictable moments, but, like, when you're in the lore of it and you're starting it, you won't really tell. But, yeah, kept me coming every week. Huh? Rating? Oh, yeah, 6 out of 10. I have said okay, 6
1: out
0: okay, of 10. Okay, okay. So, we,
1: you know. Um,
0: my- yeah, you get it. Um. My next one I'm going to is my only one that actually didn't have an original source. That's what made me kind of want to watch it, as well as the little viral naked picture that went. Well, I shouldn't say like that. Talking about the marginal service. If, if, I remember this was spreading around. It was a caution tape over a bunch of men and a woman. You know, so it basically was showing that this is gonna be a show that caters more to the fan service of women, and I think it did. I think it did. There was, of course, still an episode where the girl got naked, but hey, you know, fan service for everyone, I guess. Um, it was a pretty cool little side gig show, you know. Like on some Seth, I had Seth watch the episode and he said, Okay, Power Rangers. <laughs> And that pretty much was well, a good summary of it. I thought you said Power Rangers.
1: No, 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 that was what somebody on Twitter said.
0: Oh, oh, so well, damn. Well, they, well, you passed it to me, and I, I was passing it to people. Okay. No, no, you passed uh-huh.
1: it to me, and you told me that. No, the Power that that's, Ranger
0: thing. Oh, the power, so when you said when you said it to me, I one, thought it came. You're from the your one, original one that. No, part. no,
1: you're the one that told me about the Power Lane Power Rangers comparison. You were the one that told me that. Okay, and then we watched right. an episode together after it.
0: And I said that before we
1: watched it. You said that before, yeah.
0: All right, mm, kind of weird. All right, um, because they all but, had
1: different colored suits.
0: Yeah, but like I didn't think of that comparison to Barrett, like. Barrett, as as Barrett, my no
3: other oh, it's time to transform into multicolored suits. Anime and concepts with my right?
0: Yeah, yeah I that's Beautiful why you can see me, like, I just... That's I didn't really see weird. the
1: comparison. Other yeah, than no, that's,
0: that, that's really weird you said I said that, because right? I just didn't seem no, like no, no, no. what I thought.
1: Are y'all, are y'all serious I talking
0: about Ranger Reject? Which is like yes, yes,
1: we are, certain. we are certain. Yeah. We are certain. Because I watched this over yeah. his his place.
0: Yeah.
1: And so, yeah.
0: So, yeah, um...
1: I didn't see that comparison, but
0: yeah. okay. Well then,
1: yeah. marginal service.
0: Marginal service.
1: It's not on. It's not listed on Mal.
0: It's not listed on. Actually, it was. We did no, look no, it. up.
1: it's listed I'm, on Mal. It's. How you? It's just not under the fall season, or excuse me, uh, spring season for spring whatever season. Yeah, yeah.
0: Well, yeah. it's an, I mean, the only thing I can think of is I think you have to look under. Like a different, it's not just an, like, you have to go to, like, OVA, I believe, maybe? It could be or, something like I that. Think it's an, it's an original, yeah, it's an ONA. It's an original, anime, like, or an original yeah. animation. Yeah, oh like God. they'll say. Like, there was no manga. manga before. So it'd probably be in a different tab. But, um, yeah, man, Marginal Service was a pretty, you know, it seemed like it was going to be a more adult show. And it did have some of that's kind of what really made me want to watch it. And it had some adult themes. Like I said, the fan service definitely was there. Um, but it was like ultimately like a really like like you said, a Power Ranger, Guardian of the Galaxy type. These are the
3: Avengers, what are you on?
0: These
3: are the a group of public safety workers secretly work to protect the world from the aliens. It's... This is basically the Avengers But they wear
1: colorful suits. <laughs> but they wear my, my colorful only, suits. The only
3: the only way I can see people making a comparison to Pyre is if they're specifically talking about Pyre's white speed rescue. Those are regular niggas working regular, well, not a regular jobs because like one was a firefighter, the other was an EMT, one was like a fucking um, pilot. One, one worked at, like, SeaWorld or some shit, and the other bitch was, like, a rock climber. But still, they worked middling to, to slightly above average regular nigga job because anybody could technically work at any of those jobs as long as they get into the team. That's true. Right. And then they became Power Rangers because they were recruited. So, in in essence, if you want to compare it to that specific subset of Power Rangers, sure. However, to me, it definitely seems more like S.H.I.E.L.D. walked up to seven niggas and was like, hey, uh, That's a good deal. Oh my god.
0: Yeah, but it was it was definitely a show like it wasn't playing into the the adultness probably as much as they should have to be like saying hey like to have a cover where you everyone's naked on it, but to be more of a kiddie show is kind of like false claiming,
1: false. Leading. It's not a kiddie show. Um, I'll
0: say that.
1: I mean, if I watched it. all the
0: episodes, I promise you, I would have probably, I could watch this with like a little kid around, honestly. Cap. That's cap. What's the, what's the worst thing in this show? Like, what what, what, did, what, did you think? What makes you think this show isn't for kids?
1: I,
3: I'm, I'm just automatically assuming, just from looking at it, that's a cap. Also, I saw a Reddit post that said I was asked to describe the marginal service, and this is what I gave somebody. And it's a picture of Lethal Weapon 3, Men in Black. Empowering,
2: yeah. If you can
3: find them, then sure.
0: And as a person who's watched
3: all three of these things,
0: one of these things is not like the other. Well, I'm saying saying, there was like the only thing, bro, was like the men were really like always shirtless, like legit. That's the only thing. So, like, if you're saying. Seeing a man shirtless all the time is bad, then okay, then I guess maybe you shouldn't. The girl, they had a baby suit episode, like always in every show, there was a bathing suit episode. But other than that, there was the only thing I probably wouldn't, and that's even being sexist, honestly, was there was a one scene where the girl was naked, but there was clouds and everything around. But like the dude okay. said, that's, that's cool and all right. But, but that's but what I'm saying. The, that's cool and all
3: right. But according to the creators of the show, this is the
0: PG-13 show so for that. Oh, PG-13, come
3: court, on, bro. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay, Whatever. regardless, regardless,
1: good parents. You know, My mom. Good parents. My mom didn't let me see shit. PG good parents. Kid. Hey, hey
0: well, no, no. See, like, That's the good, I, I wasn't supposed to watch, watch Flavor of Love. I snuck and watch it. Seth just is a good kid. Honestly, okay, I, not, I right. think good good okay. he's more than good
3: parents.
2: a good kid.
3: You had a good parent. And you were just a bad child.
0: That's what I'm saying. <laughs> That's why I said it's not that his uh, uh, mom was okay. good, it's just Seth was good. So, I mean, no, his mom is so good, but was... I'm saying, Seth was a good child. He didn't try to go see what so the other side was, was like.
3: You was a bad parent because, because you were a bad child. No. Like, no, my mom was a great parent. I definitely
0: was just, I was like, no, I'm gonna try and watch this. Why when can't did, I watch
3: when did this? I, when did I say Ms. Walker was a bad parent? I, I'm saying you was a bad parent. You, you and Lorenzo.
0: The bad oh, I would let my kid. Man, people hey, hey, let their kids watch One Piece. There's literally worse than this. I've seen more titties in One Piece than I've seen in this show. And I legit... I'm, I'm, I'm just going by it. It's, we just talked about it. kids watching One Piece, which means they've seen titties
1: in their face.
0: What are you... I'm that's what
1: they've also seen Zoro kill people.
0: Okay, what? kill people, destroy, literally murder, no, murder stealing. stealing, they're stealing. Luffy said he literally doesn't want to share his meat. Kids are learning not to share by watching One Piece. <coughs> like, One there's piece, no way. 14, <laughs> <now>. <laughs> My bad, a year old. So. He said um, there actually I'm, is a rating on this show. So yeah, okay. I'm, I'm just going go by the
1: rating that I see. What's Naruto's rating?
0: You, I wanna know that's really what I need to know now. What's Naruto's rating? That's gotta be. Is, was there anything? It might be PG I 13 mean, too. Naruto Naruto is T V
1: PG. Naruto is TV PG, yeah.
0: Well, yeah. Yeah, they, yeah. Okay then. I mean, I realistically, it's
3: gonna be 14. IMDB says fourteen. I'm going to go by this.
1: That's also fair.
3: I'm going to go by I'm I'm gonna be there. says 14.
0: I'll be dead. Well,
3: Yeah. Re- regardless.
0: No, this. Yes.
3: What, what you're you not do, on the show. What you do, yeah, what you do to the parents, you're in However, okay. according to the rules, that makes you a bad one. I don't think, I don't think you're actually a bad one because you do I, I think some kids mature faster than others, so that's that's up mm. to you. Yeah.
0: this show. You no,
3: know, nine-year-old big Game I was
2: fan.
0: I'm definitely giving like a a five out of ten. Wasn't that good of a show. <laughs> you uh, all it. All. But <laughs> three. <but, laughs>
3: know, moving on. Did
0: I,
1: I not tell you the show not. was going
0: to be bad? Yeah, we spent too much time you know, on this you know, show. I ain't, you know, ain't gonna you know, lie.
3: too much work from 5 out of 10. That's crazy.
0: Yeah, no, I'm sorry. I guess it's you. I forgot out moment. But I'm saying, you I gave it 5 out of 10 because at the end of it, it made me remind me of Saturday morning cartoons. Like, that would have been a cartoon I could see on Saturday. Wait,
2: wait. So that means
3: if it wasn't a Saturday morning cartoon, live, it would have been lower than a 5.
0: Yeah, definitely. No, 100 yeah,
1: yeah. It would have been lower like than a game. five if it yeah. weren't, yeah, it weren't if, it, if it if it weren't the
0: vibe, like the vibe of Saturday morning cartoon. Yes, legit. Like legit. Like the show how is how much that, lower? The, the, the was flight, it
1: three or four?
0: Probably three. Probably three.
1: Oh my two, god.
0: Three or two. I probably wouldn't even give it a rating. Like I don't want to say zero, but like, yeah, it would be bad. Like the only thing holding up was like this would have fit on kids WB.
1: And you were trying to get me to watch this. You're trying hard for me.
0: Well, that's because when I was trying to get you to watch it, I was at least halfway through. You know, I always have hope and high hopes. And the moving ending was—you were trying yeah. to
1: get me watch the shit. Move on. We're good.
0: Um, <laughs> moving on. I think there's only like one more I got. Like this was just me, and that was the trash isekai of the season. Because you know that's just a thing, right? Y'all, you know, y'all know that, right? Um, because I knew that. every season. I knew yep. that. I knew that. Of course I did. Y'all didn't. Um, so, I'm doing this whole trash isekai I, thing. I introduced this concept.
1: What do you mean? <laughs> <laughs> Josh is like, I was there when, when it was written.
0: Because um, this well, is a new I'll genre for me. for me. Just where? like Guns it With Girls is a new genre for me. Trashy isekai is a new genre for me. But you want to know what's so funny about One Shot Hit Kill Sister is I've actually met people who are watching and were watching the show. Which, which really made me even question more about my friend groups. <laughs> I was talking to someone, not about Naruto or Dragon Ball Z. We were talking about One Hit Kill Sister. The show that's basically a harem, isekai, trashy, all of it. Legit. The bathing suit episode was so trashy. It even exceeded my, like, it exceeded some, it went into fairy it is tale a very over horny shit. horny
1: anime, yes.
0: Oh, bro. It went into it straight fairy tale anime. over. The most horniest over I've ever seen is Fairy Tales overs. They are the most horniest overs I've ever that, seen. <laughs> um, no, I did watch them, and they were they were not as bad as Fairy Tales. Okay. No, but I'm telling you, Fairy Tales is boy, you 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 can't watch it around family. <laughs> you already can't. You already can't. I get what I'm saying. You already can't. But like that one, like if we're talking most horny, yes, the Fairy Tale, because Fairy Tale to me was a. You know, quote unquote mainstream show. I was like, so the over ain't gonna be that bad. Shit. You would've think that was almost a hentai the way that over was, but I digress. Um one hit kill sister is basically a trash she's kind of season. Sister getting powers, they both get sent into a world, but she's the strong one. The brother's not, she's obsessed with the brother, like, you know, cause that's normal over there being obsessed with your sibling. And he's normal, so he's like, Stop doing that. But then He's somehow covering up how weak he is, and then all the girls want to start fooling with him. But there was one girl on the season that legit made the show like less like it was it made it to she was she played like a big sister role to the kid. So like everyone's literally trying to sleep with the kid, try to be his girl and all that. But then he got one girl and she has she was she was she was big titty chick now like you know like all into the trash but she never tried to get at him the whole season. Like even when he, it was to the point where he would hug her and she would be like, "Um, I think I, like he would be like questioning himself. He's like, wait a minute, I think, you know, usually the main character doesn't like any of the girls trying to get at him, but she wasn't trying. And she was, but she was still like protecting him. She was like, no, you can't just beat up on bro. And I think that was a cool dynamic, especially on the trash show where other girls are trying to sleep with the main character it Was cool to see someone just not trying and like legit, just she's just fine and like it is what it is, so that was a, probably a cool part, but yeah, trashy Isekai. I've said that like a hundred times now because they ain't really really much else to say about the show. It was a trashy Isekai, um, but it was cool to watch. I'll say that like personally for myself. I mean, who doesn't like watching a bathing suit episode here and there, you know what I'm saying? Um, so. Yeah, man. One hit kill system, man. I'd definitely probably give this like a five. And you know, just because five it, definitely it's a
1: trash Sakai.
0: Yeah, yeah. Five it's just because isekai. I it, it did its job. You know, if the, if y'all catch my drift, it did its job. So, you know what I'm saying? Any job any trash Sakai that does the job, I'm like, all right, gotta give it at least a basic rating. Cause that's what it was supposed to do, is the job. So Those were my three, like, original, just me. Oh, well, Heavenly Delusional. And this one I ain't even... I can't really get deep on. Because season two has been announced. So it'll be coming back. But Heavenly Delusional. You know what I'm saying? Basically, the world's... Like, a world apocalypse has happened. There's man-eating monsters everywhere. And we started the show. We basically are following about these two teenagers who... It's boy and girl who are basically saying we'll kill man eaters for people for money so they can find what they're trying to call heaven. They don't know what it is, where it's at, what it's going to be like, but they just know that they were told to go to heaven and they would find all the answers. So they're looking for it. On the way for heaven, a lot of things happen. We fight some man eaters. Weed saves the day sometimes. Um, Legit. That's actually a fact. Um, And... Yeah, and then there's other, like, tropes in the show. You learn about why the apocalypse happened. You learn why there's man-eaters in the world and stuff. Um, But there's a lot of reveals, a lot of reveals, to the point where I can't really tell you about the show too much. You really have to watch Heavenly Delusional with a blank slate. If you know what you're getting into, it's kind of, it destroys the whole meaning of the show. The show's meant to be weird. If you like weird, creepy stuff, not even creepy, but weird. Definitely hella, hella, hella weird and there's this is a bloody show because they're they no they're yeah. not pulling punches they're killing things things are killing people people get ate people get sh- not really shot cuz the world's an apocalypse guns are very scarce so it's very um like wasteland based kind of but not like a wasteland there's still cities
1: it's like um, because some of the weapons are like futuristic too though
0: yeah, but see, that's what that's what I'm trying to say. And we still like after watching season one, I'm gonna tell you, we still don't understand why that works like that. Like, how the hell that gun became her thing, or why it shoots the way it does? All we on didn't. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. All on double, exactly. And we still didn't get no answer to that. But season one ended with really like honestly, we ended season one being at the same place we started season one. Like, we're still looking for heaven and all that. The only thing is we did answer. Remember the dude that plays Zora? Or Zora's voice actor? Yes. So we found out some things about, you know, that guy. And, you know, she kind of like knocking off things. Because that was part of her list, too. She wanted to find out what happened to them after her situation yeah, happened.
1: I'd, I'd know nothing about that.
0: Yeah, no, 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 no. Yeah. Shit, no, but you, you saw enough where I could say this a little bit. Yes, yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so she, um, could we, and then we had that long conversation about it. It's actually funny. Um, but yeah, so we find out some things about him. Um, some situations happen. Like I said, some people die. Um, it's really one of those weird shows that, like, it's set in the apocalypse, and you have to go in with a blank slate. Like, i watched Heavenly Delusional, mainly for the pod, but also mainly because I was like, I kept hearing things about it. And so far, like, Anime Twitter hasn't let me down. Hell's Paradise, Heavenly Delusional, and I think there was another one there was like three anime I chose this season based straight from anime Twitter saying, watch this. And Heavenly Delusional Didn't Disappoint. Um, plot twist of the year. If I had to give it anything, it's going to be probably one of those shows known as plot twist of the year. I mean, I, even if that's a category or not, but if you want to watch a show where you just don't, like it keeps you turning. You don't know what's
1: going to happen next.
0: Yeah, yeah. you don't, Even if you binge it, watch it week to week, whatever, you're not going to know what's happened next. It's up there with Machi games. Legit, legit. I would, I would say this is this season's Totemachi game, not Totemachi game itself. I know I keep bringing it up because the like when I think of mystery anime right now, that's at the top for me. That was definitely a a, a seeker thriller mystery that got me all the way. So I just put that up on a plateau, and I compare the stuff below or high. I'd say Heavenly Delusional is right under Totemachi game because you know there may be some little tropes you could you know, if the brain, you know, you put some thought to it, you'll figure it out. There were some things I found out at the end of the season, I guess at the beginning of the season, but I was like, anyone with a brain could have guessed that. And it was that. But like I said, this is season one of a show that's probably going to run for a little bit. Um, I don't think I'm gonna watch the read the manga or anything. I'm definitely just going to be anime only with this, but I, I, I will well. continue. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, there's some shows you just got, I just got to do that. Like, it just, yeah. just keeps me in the lore and the trope of all of it. So, that's when I'm like, I'm going to keep watching Heavenly Delusion. I will definitely recommend that to people who like, they say they want a weird show, that's probably going to be my recommendation for right now. So, yeah, those are my couple that I kind of dabbled in. Um, had some fun with, got to talk to some people, put some people on, like so, with Heavenly Delusional, a little marginal yep. service, and even Zach, if you didn't.
1: You and Zach for, yep. for, for Heavenly Delusion? No,
0: yeah. you know what I'm saying? Because initially so. it
1: wasn't on my list. And I was just cool. been too busy to get caught up.
0: Cool. I didn't know that it wasn't on your list at first. Now it makes more sense. It was why not you on, was, on my list you're at first. Not, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah if, you, if it wasn't on your list, you're like, why would I care about it? No, no, but that's fair, though.
1: No, no. I do care, and I really want to watch. I but it wasn't on your list, though. It that's wasn't on my was list saying. at first. Yeah, no, no. no. I care yeah. now. And yeah, I, now you do. It was yeah. one of those scenes where it's like, this show looks good. I'm going to put on the back burner, and I'm going to see what people say about it after a week or two. Or three. Okay. And then whenever, like you and Zach both came to me and said, "Holy shit, you have to watch the show." Yeah. I was yeah. Like, okay, I will. Yeah.
0: Not bad. You know what I'm saying? I was like, "That's enough." If if my inner circle's telling me, like you were trying to leave it to that's Twitter, enough for and your me. Your own that's inner not circle was you, telling though. you, "Yeah, yeah, that's funny, that's cool." But yeah, because, those because are my few.
1: I know. I if just... I want to get you to watch a show, I have to send you like a tweet or something like that. Like I have to send you like somebody else. Nah, no,
0: man. Day. See, I you want and you say that, but y'all don't really understand. Like, I believe in like just subliminals. That's why I mean, like, with black clover, I think with the girl thing, yeah, the girl did get me. But like I had been seeing black clover on my website. I just was like, nah. Maybe nah. Nah. I just kept saying nah and then Sometimes it was just, I saw that, and that was the yes. So it's not like I didn't know what Black Clover was or knew that it was Yeah, but to be fair,
1: you you started watching that fairly early into Black Clover.
0: Yeah, you know what I'm saying? And then, like, exactly. Like, it was barely just starting. The manga probably just had got to just the underwater arc, if not anything, around there. So, like, it was just kind of still growing. And I think, I mean, there's other shows that I've done there, too, with, but I think Black Clover is just the most memorable one because it was just like, I just need someone to say, watch it. <laughs> mm-hmm. Someone that's not in my circle, someone you... that I don't know, and hopefully,
1: if she's pretty too, that just adds yeah. on top of it. But so, yeah, rating for season one of Heavenly Delusions.
0: Oh, me. Heavenly Delusional rating? Oh my god, boy, I gotta give it
1: what well, gotta give it a nine. Nine, okay,
0: yeah. okay. Nine. okay, like I'm, I'm trying to be very vague because I like I said I would, but yeah, yeah if yeah, I'm yeah, talking yeah. like a person talking to someone who knows what's going on, bro that's it especially the season finale bruh they got deep in like I will, okay I, I will call I
1: you whenever i finish it
0: yeah that season finale those last two episodes uh you in particular are gonna be pissed off but like pissed off at the, the the you that the emotion pissed off but that's what i mean that's why i'm giving okay it
1: okay, okay i was yeah,
0: your I think, emotions are yeah. you there's no way you could watch this show and not have your emotions get connected. There's yeah. all there's something in this show that's going to have you like, damn.
1: And I and feel that. I also appreciate now that you look at like you started to take into account the way that I look at anime.
0: Yeah, oh, definitely. Oh, it naturally was going to happen. It just took time, but yes. Yeah. So, uh,
1: did you want to talk I about Doctor Stone at all?
0: See, I feel like this is the part where we need to pull Josh in for his strong one. And then we go to your original That's
1: that's y'all two together. Oh
0: wait, is that the finale? Is
1: that the finale? Yeah, that's a finale. That's the finale. That's the finale. Not me this time. I won't be the finale this time.
0: I know. say this. So that's why I said I feel like we were freestyling this something different. Well, then, Seth, you go and tell us about just the shows you just watched. like well, that. you don't to no talk crossover. about
1: Dr. Stone real quick because I'm, I'm, I'm not caught up on it, so that's another one that you uh,
0: saw. Well, that would I consider the crossover still because, like, you've seen the first couple seasons? You know oh, what I'm yeah, saying? no, no.
1: Yeah, of course. So, like, but I haven't you, seen the newest know, season because we're not talking about yeah. the old seasons. Well, I mean,
0: it's not really much to say. You know, Senku built some stuff. They it's... built the season a, two ended season two ended with them saying they were gonna build the boat. It's um, more of did a build watch,
1: season is what I feel like.
0: Yeah, did you watch the um special that came out over the whew, that came out if this this I think that was last summer. Last summer? It was last summer, yeah. I
1: don't think I did.
0: Yeah. I there was a special between season two and three. You should watch that it was really good. And it basically showed like Senku starting to build the boat. So like that came out last year. So I'm, I can talk about all that. So like, you know, they started building the boat in the special and, we, and you, they revived the captain and his little entourage because he was the richest guy, like the youngest, richest guy um, in his time era. He had, but he was really into sailing and everything. So they revived him. So season three basically is the boat's been finished and they're ready to sail the boat off and figure out why the, you know, world got turned to stone. And come to find out, the island where we think something might be tied to it was really not that far. They got there in about 20 minutes, maybe, no, an hour. It was like an hour, he said. But they said something that felt like 20 minutes. He got there really quick. Now, by sea, if they was like at a regular boat or if they walked or whatever or swam, it would have took long. But the boat they made was so OP. It's not that it was like a motorized boat. It just was so OP of a boat. Got them there in an hour. So then we go into this new island, and we find out that there's other people. We find out that they're using a tool to petrify people on this island. And we also find out that this is the same island where we can get a substance. Now, I don't want to say the substance because it's like the main trope of the season. Um, A substance that will literally help us save the whole world. Senku said if he gets this substance and he can get an abundance of it, like just a good amount, he can literally revive everyone out of the petrification. Now, how it was spread out, the next problem would be, to, of course, spreading it out, but literally if he could just get it sent out, let's say he already had the sent out thing he could do, if he gets this substance, he could save everybody. Like he said he wanted to. And he stayed, and I'll admit, this was definitely a a Dr. Stone season, Senku being an asshole and all that, you know what I'm saying. Um, It's just fun watching Senku be an asshole. And um, last but not least, there's something, I've been re-watching Dr. Stone with a friend of mine, and I realized, you know, so I re- I was rewatching season 1 while doing season 3 and I realized that Gen always speaks in Pig Latin. And now I have a even more love for Gen and the love of Dr. Stone because if you watch every episode there's one moment where Gen will say something in Pig Latin. In the Japanese it's and it's kind of hard to say it, here it because of being the Japanese, but what they do um in the subtitles, is they, like, hyphen it or they have it slanted. um, Yeah, and it's kind of, so it's kind of quick, you know what I'm saying? And and I watched it in dub, and in dub, you can hear it. Like, they definitely like, they try to get the Pig Latin part harder. But yeah, so that was something cool. So, like, watching that season three, I was like, the detail, it's the detail. I watched some, I watched some videos about, like, dr- animators of Dr. Stone and whatnot, just on some just watching stuff and stuff. So yeah, season three. Um hey man. It wasn't better than one. Not better than two. But it definitely was a build up season. So that's why wait, this was core one. So I can't even really give a full because this is the first core. So I'm gonna give from the first core, I can't say it was like a seven and a half. Really, like seven 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 and yeah, a, a half, it's a like, you know what I'm saying? To you season. could, you, you, I, I probably should have binged this instead of binging um, master, you yeah, know what but, I'm saying?
1: Yeah, but weren't you watching that with your roommate?
0: Uh, not the new season, no, I had to watch that on my own, you know what I'm saying? Because he ain't seen new stuff, so new season, no, it was on my own, but I probably should have binged what, like, I, you know, I, I told you, you were that...
1: watching Dr. Stone with somebody, though.
0: Yeah, no, I was a roommate, I was watching it, but um we were re-watching like from the beginning, like he, he oh, where he at. okay. yeah, he okay. wasn't watching. And he, he, so he wasn't caught up to the new season yet. So um, yeah, so that's what it was with that. But um, yeah, so that's why I even could say it. So freshly season one and two are in my head. Like season three was really just build up. But like I said, this is core one. So given core one a seven, flat seven, I'd rather go ahead and drop it down. Cause it was just, like I said, typical. If anything, I was upset that he didn't really teach us how to build stuff for real. We only got to learn how to like build three, two or three things compared to like when in the beginning, it was like every other episode, you learned something, like something you can do at home type thing. So he's just gotten to a point where he's building stuff you can't just build at home. So yeah, seven, seven out of ten, found a stone. But core two, I think is going to pick up for it. I think, and then I'm an action guy at the end of the day. So like, Definitely the action was kind of cool on this, but it was like lackluster because it wasn't really nothing big happening because it was still building. But core two is going to be real. I think we're going to encounter the guy who's, you know, part of the petrification being process. So don't see that being a friendly conversation. So that'll be probably, like I said, core two will pick it up a little bit. <clears throat> so, yeah. So, yeah, now I'm finished. If you want to go into like only your... um originals that you watched for the season
1: okay uh let's go down romance alley a little bit
0: romance alley uh
1: so first one i'm gonna talk about
2: is
1: yamda kun uh my love story with yamda kun at level 999 Mm -hmm. uh it's just a just it it is more mature than what I thought it was going to be. I didn't necessarily have like uh j- just just mature from the way that they approach uh romance and relationships and things like that as well, right? Uh, but it follows a girl named Akane, and obviously Yamada. They're the two main characters. Uh she gets broken up with uh and then josh said that he's read this manga so josh knows about it she gets broken up with they meet in a video game and then they eventually like she goes to this video games event and they accidentally meet in person not knowing like that they're in the same guild or whatever right and she gives him like an a very valuable in-game item for her, for for, for him to pretend to be her boyfriend uh, in front of her old boyfriend. Uh, and now Yamada is a professional gamer, a professional FPS gamer, uh, even though he's still in high school. It's... The older, the, the old boyfriend is a very big fan of Yamada. Like, as like a... Uh, as a fps pro and stuff like that but it just follows their relationship it was a really really good romantic comedy it was a very funny show but it's also like there's parts where he's a very antisocial guy he he, he doesn't talk very much uh his escape is is video games and stuff like that um not saying that like he's like He's a very good looking guy, so it's not like people like don't approach him or anything like that, right? It's more so that he just doesn't know how to talk to people. And it's more so due to like trauma from his past and stuff like that, which they deal with in the show. And then uh she also has trauma that she's dealing with and so it is a sin in as well. And so it takes more of a adult approach because she's in college, he's in to graduate high school, uh, she's in her first year of college. And so, it it approaches it from a more uh, mature aspect than a, another romantic comedy might have. Uh, I really appreciated the show, though. Uh, ultimately, I gave the show a 9 out of 10. Uh, I love the way that their relationship developed. Uh, it's been a little while since the season finale came out. Uh, but... Uh it's been like 3 weeks since the season finale came out. It it, it ended kind of early. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, I made it real quick cuz I had to sneeze. Um but yeah, uh it was animated by my uh by Madhouse. So it was a very beautiful anime. Uh everything was gorgeous in the anime. I didn't really have any complaints. It's it's just not like a top-tier romantic comedy. Uh but it's a very very good romantic comedy to me i gave it a 9 out of 10 uh the the way that the the relationships develop within the guild how they all become friends and stuff like that in game out of game uh it's a very good show uh next one is tonikawa uh i the moon for you and in this season uh you you get to learn more about sukasa's background and stuff like that Uh, why a little bit of why like because in season one she saves uh the main guy uh nasa for from getting hit by a truck by taking the brunt of the hit herself and you get to learn more about why she was able to survive that in season two uh that's all that i'll say about that i've talked about Tony Cow in the past, it's one of my personal favorite uh, shows. If I were to rate it not yeah. so like objectively, if I were to rate it objectively, it's probably like a 7.5 or an 8. Realistically, right? For me, it's a personal 10. Yeah. That's not a realistic uh, rating, but that is a rating that I give it. I This is my guilty pleasure, comfort show, show that i've so i've seen season one three times and so it's just a show that i keep going back to and i also started uh reading the manga from where the season left off and stuff like that so uh the next one is skip to loafer uh Mm -hmm. this show was amazing it's about a girl who wants to eventually one day work in the government uh and She is a country bumpkin and she lives out in the middle of nowhere. Her entire school, she has seven kids in her class besides herself. And that's pretty much the entire school. And then she moves to Tokyo because she wants to study at a premier academic high school. And she has the grades to get in. And... Uh, she's almost serious to a fault, uh, but she's also very earnest because of, because of it as as well. But then the show, she meets a guy named, uh, Shima, uh, who you learn is a former child actor who no longer acts due to various reasons. And then, but you get to see how they bring each other out of their own shells Uh, His is a little bit harder than hers. Uh, Hers is more just from a social anxiety aspect, whereas his is from trauma. The way that, in particular, uh, the main girl drags the main guy out of his shell, particularly not from a confidence aspect or from a social aspect. Because he's a very sociable guy, and he purposely moved to a new high school so nobody would know that he was a child actor. But she sort of gives him the confidence to, like, let go of the past trauma that he's been carrying along for the last several, several years and forgive himself and others. And it's not a romantic aspect, although they are developing feelings for each other and stuff like that. Yeah.
2: Uh-huh.
1: It's it's more from a drama aspect. It's it's is definitely a drama and it's a sin-in. So it's it, it it deals with like real personable issues and stuff like that. Ultimately I gave it a, a nine out of ten. Uh it's a fantastic like anime. Say that again.
3: Yeah, like you said it right now a
1: lot. Uh That's
3: not it's a bad thing.
1: Yeah, you know? no, no, no. Uh I just I just Skip and Lover, if I could give it a higher, like, realistically, it's probably like a, this is getting really technical, really nitpicky, it's probably like a 9.2. Whereas, like, no, you i like I'm all, flat. Yeah, I'm, like, I'm all for the technical side
3: of
1: it. You know? yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. I saw a lot of hype about Skip and Lover just for it to stop being talked about during the season. So that's just It's my amazing.
1: On it's amazing. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Like a lot of people were hyped for it, though. Like I said, that's just one of the things. Like some shows make it through the whole season talked about, it, and some don't.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Because I know Skipping Loafer, I almost watched it just because of how much hype I saw. Mm-hmm.
1: It's and also animated by PA just... Works, and so it is. It's probably the most, the the second most beautiful anime that I've seen this season was Skip, uh, Skip to Loafer. Uh, and then the next one that I'm going to mention is Insomniacs After School. This is a, huh. uh, romantic seinen as well. Uh, this is about two insomniacs, uh, Ganta and, uh, Magari. They meet one day where Ganta is looking for a place to nap at school, uh, Or no, he is uh, told to go get some supplies uh, from – like get some cardboard boxes because they were getting ready for like a school festival or or whatever, right, in episode one. And he goes to go get some cardboard boxes, uh, but he can't find any, so he goes to check the old uh, astronomy lab. Uh, And this school, uh, for whatever reason, it got a big donation in its past. Uh, It has a full – large ass uh telescope inside the school with a full working like astronomy like center so like the the dome like the full like dome that opens and stuff like that it can spin all the way around kind of thing so you can observe stars closely and stuff like that uh but it's no longer used because they don't have any students in the astronomy club Uh, And they don't have any teachers to teach an astronomy class. And so uh, he finds himself very at peace in that room for whatever reason. Uh, Now he struggles with insomnia. And so he goes to take a nap in the room. uh, Or like he starts like nodding off in the room, not purposely. Uh, But then he hears some like rustling coming from like a box or like a chest i guess you could say like a like a a chest that's like lined with like velvet or whatever right it was like a very nice chest uh and uh-huh. he finds the main girl sleeping in that chest and he thinks it's a ghost or whatever because there's like uh haunted stories about that room or whatever wait, right wait, wait, wait. Is the chest closed uh, the chest was closed it was not locked but it was pulled closed I mean yeah you know, no, i'll wait it, it's one of those things where it's like, it doesn't, like, click, right?
0: It, doesn't, it doesn't have uh, to be uh,
1: opened from the outside. It just uh, flips open. Like the chest for a... How old are these children again? Uh, They're in high school. I okay, think they're the all in their first year of high enough,
3: school. the chest to be big enough for an 8th slash ninth grade girl to be in it, that has to be a pretty big chest. I feel like... Heavy, like, weight wise, the lid would be heavy as fuck. So she's just lifting
1: down. It was like a, it, uh, it was like a bitch, like a bench chest, if that makes sense. So, oh, like, okay. so, like, so, like, the bottom is heavy, but the, but the lid is light, if that makes sense. got. Okay. Okay. And so, uh, it was like, it had like a place where you could sit on or whatever, right? Mm. Um, but regardless, regardless, uh, And that's how the two main characters meet, and they – he's like, why are you sleeping in here? And she's like, why are you sleeping in here? And through conversations and through time, they discover that they both have insomnia, and they bond over it, and then they – have different times where like they sneak out because neither of them can sleep anyways. And so they sneak out to go take pictures. Uh, What in the call of the night? It is a very call of the night esque show. So the best comparison I could give this right is if without the vampires, right? If you just take the beautiful animation of call of the night and the insomniac aspect of Call of the Night. And you put it on the like. Pins and needles feeling like. Of your lie in April. Like it, it, are these characters going to be okay kind of thing. Because you learn that like. She has a. Like the reason why like. The reasons why they have insomnia. His deals with like. His mom up and leaving in the middle of the night. Uh, and he, like, he's been, like, that's stuck with him since. And it, when he was a kid, he had the thought, like, if I was awake, I could have stopped her from leaving, kind of thing. Well, I doubt it, but I it. And for her, it was the fact that, like, she has a heart condition. And so she has a pacemaker. And so uh, she was scared to sleep at night because she didn't know if her, her heart was going to stop in her sleep and so from that sort of aspect it's like you see them it gives it doesn't it has a very good ending it is not the ending of your line april if you're familiar with that it is not a sad-ass ending right it is a very happy ending and it's probably only going to get one season i think there's more source material but it ended at a very good point to where if they don't want to make another season they don't have to it it's a f- fantastic ending um but it, throughout it watching weekly it gave you the like feeling of what it would have been like for me right because i love your line april as well of what it would have felt like if i was watching your line april weekly that like worry in the back of my mind it's like okay I know that they're falling for each other. I know that she has a heart condition. Please don't fuck me over, okay? And so, <laughs> uh, luckily, it doesn't happen. Uh, ultimately, I give the show a 9 out of 10 as well. Uh, fantastic show. Um, the romantic comedies this season. This wasn't a romantic comedy, but th- overall, the romance slash send-in shows this season were fantastic uh this since the love is war uh newest season season whenever that came out this is probably the strongest like romantic slash send-in season that has happened since that season uh in terms of just the amount the amount of quality shows and I didn't even watch uh, Daggers in Your Heart or anything like that. Or uh, The "The Dangers in My Heart, rather. I uh, didn't even watch that one. And I've heard great reviews about that. So I'm going to go back and watch that my own time afterwards. Uh, and then the other one that I gave, I'm going to go ahead and say it. I gave this one. Uh, this one's more of an 8.5 out of 10. Uh, so I'll give it an 8.5 out of 10. I'm not going to give it the full 9 or whatever, right? Uh, but what? it's a Galaxy Net store. It's about a girl who, and these are adults. Uh, that These aren't teenagers or anything like that. These are working adults. Uh, a girl named uh, Sh- Shiri meets uh, Kuga. And Shiri, on her island where she's from, She discovered manga through her grandmother. And then after her grandmother uh passed away, her grandmother's dying wish was to let Shiori do what she wants and go like go to Tokyo and like go pursue her dreams and stuff like that. And so she's allowed to leave the island. She's a princess on this island as well. And so it's like a big like commotion about her leaving the island and things like that. Um, but she goes to go meet, uh, Kuga, who is a manga, uh, writer and author. Uh, so he is a mangaka within a manga and basically she fell in love with his work and she wants to like be his disciple and stuff like that, or like, uh, be his assistant, I guess is a better word. And through that time. Uh, dealing with, because his, his mom's not in the picture and his dad passed away. And so he takes care of his two younger siblings, uh, full time. Uh, there's like a thing, like a, 10 plus year age gap between him and his youngest sibling. And so, but he takes care of his siblings and he's a very successful mangaka and, They, over time, get to learn more and more about each other. Uh, Heath, there was a part in episode two where he thought that because they had, like, worked all night uh, cramming to get into a deadline for a new chapter. And they made the deadline, but they stayed up all night and they passed out uh, in the workroom. He thought that she fell asleep with an a uh, ink pen in her back or whatever, right? Or, like, got stabbed or whatever. And so he oh. went to go grab it. But, apparently, it's a stinger. And so this is, like, a uh, Supernatural show as well. Because it's a yeah. Galaxy Net store. Her I mean, people is apparently, like, star people or anything like that. Basically, the, the, the back story goes there was a comet that, that crashed – on the island and it had a uh uh, if i remember correctly it had a it had a star in it and it basically the people whenever they found it they took care of this star uh and then the star eventually died off and it gave a blessing i guess you could say to the people that helped him and so they became the star people and they became like uh like kings and queens on the island and so she she is a part of that family chain that's been there for like hundreds of years or or whatever apparently in this uh world and supernatural things are not common in this world like she is like one of one in that sense it's not a normal thing it's not Everything else in the world is normal except for her. And so, uh, but basically, because he grabs the stinger, uh, it enters his body. And basically, they form a marriage pact as a result. And so, then throughout the rest of the show, they go through and they're trying to get the pact annulled and stuff like that. But then, she, they start falling for each other. As they get to know each other more and more, like truly get to know each other, uh, and then it becomes the point, like, okay, like, are they falling for each other because of the pact or not? Uh, but it's a really good show. Uh, it's not as good as the others, uh, in my opinion. Uh, but uh, I gave it an eight. It's more like an eight point five, but I gave it an eight. Uh, for everything considering because Mal doesn't let you do decimals. Um, and then, I guess the last one is Blue Orchestra, but it's still running because it's 24 episodes. So I'm not really going to talk about that right now. Uh, but that's the last one. That's different. Mm. So, I guess if we want to go into, because I really want to save yours and those for last.
3: Oh, it was going to be last regardless but exactly. uh, since, I don't. I don't know where Zoe is. I don't know what Zo is doing.
0: Um, I'm right here. I've been always here. Yeah, he's uh, here. Oh,
3: so,
1: talk about
0: what you have in common. We yeah. have three shows in yeah, common, yeah. I believe, right? Mainstream shit. Mainstream yeah. shit. Yeah. Now it basically. is stream. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, I guess we'll start with Oceanico since that's probably what it says favorite this season. Could be. Um.
1: Uh... That's the highest rating I gave you this season.
0: Okay, there you go. Um
1: It's the only ten I gave out this season.
0: There you go. All right. Yeah. Ocean Oko basically showing the dark side of what out of life is like. Because, you know, everyone wants to know that. Um, pretty much we I don't want, I don't how do I say this?
1: It's one of those things where it's much like People know about the dark side of idol life, but they choose to overlook it for entertainment purposes. But this brings it to light.
0: Yes, it brings it to light. Um we basically get to see the come up of like idol kids with like an actual like idea of what an idol kid might have to go through growing up. Um we see in the first episode, you know, I think we can talk about the first episode. We can talk about the
1: first, the first episode. episode. We can talk about the first episode. You know what I'm saying?
0: So, you know, We got a man who was a fan of an idol. We got a sick kid who was a fan of an idol. And they both kind of had their. Well, I don't want to say a man because he was a doctor. So a doctor doctor. and a sick patient. He was a doctor. Who who
1: initially was not a fan of an idol until he met her and got to know her.
2: Yeah. Uh, And
1: said idol, I was pregnant. uh, And they were keeping it a secret. And they went to the doctor. He he also agreed to keep it a secret. And they got to know each other as a result. Um, and then Zoe?
0: No, you keep going. You got it. It's your show, man. Stop playing.
1: Okay, okay, okay. Basically, he's like helping her along. Her pregnancy and things like that. Uh, But then he discovers on a walk home or whatever that there's a stalker outside of the hospital and the stalker uh like he chases after the stalker after questioning him and the stalker eventually pushes him off of a cliff and down like a like a very very steep hill a hill that you couldn't climb uh it's not like a full drop off cliff but it is a cliff nonetheless as the doctor uh he dies as a result uh from his injuries and then there's the other girl the other fan of the idol that zoe is mentioning um she uh was being helped by said doctor as well she was a massive massive idol fan uh I was her role model and things like that. She she wanted to be just like her. She wanted to meet her one day and things like that uh, if she ever got over her illness. Uh, she did not, unfortunately, get over her illness and she passed away. But that is not where the story ends. Uh, they – he wakes up and after he passes away and he is – it's not reincarnation – it is reincarnation because you're born again. But it's not an isekai because isekai is definitely an isekai. Isekai, literal definition, is born into another world or transferred into for another all, world.
0: You can say what you want, but as a fan of this show, this is an isekai. This man had all his memories, she had all her memories, correct? They had all their brain power. I know what you're trying to say, but literal definition because it goes to another world, but it's a
1: reincarnation a, show, it's a reincarnation show.
0: Uh, isekai Isakai
1: means transported to another world because isekai you don't have to die
0: as a guy that doesn't need to be so factual with his anime watching this is an isekai yeah. it, but continue. it is
1: not categorized as, as an isekai though. like it literally right, doesn't have the category tag but I, it literally
0: is an isekai it's not <laughs> but, an isekai
1: because yeah. it's the same world they're just reincarnated. But, it, it, but, but it's a whole 18 26
3: year old man a, this is why you have the position you have in
0: podcasting Hey, look, hey, you get it. Josh gets it. All right, continue. All right, he wasn't saying that to me. Hey, look, I he we're there. Trust me, he I'm there. I have. Like I, I look. We could go all night. J- J- Josh but was agreeing with Josh, me. No, I think so. right. I yes, Seth. The mental connection okay. is there. Yes. Okay.
3: Okay. okay. No, that's
0: what I'm saying. I was trying to tell him that. <laughs> that's why I was like, oh, "We got to get Seth in the mental connection." Continue.
1: Anyways, anyways he's like obviously like he thinks it's really really weird that he's reincarnated as, a, as as her child and so like he doesn't like accept like breast milk or anything like that he, he, he he's he's not about that he's like he's uh he he much prefers the bottle uh on the other hand his, his twin sister is like i'll go f- uh i'll go for the breast milk and turns out uh he finds her uh his his twin sister as they are babies uh responding to hate tweet messages on Twitter uh and realizes oh shit uh she's been reincarnated as well and so both of them have the mental capacities uh as the viewers we know it is the girl from the hospital that he took care of and that he is the doctor and so we we know that she's that they're incarnated and that they know that they knew each other in their past lives but they don't know that yet with each other like they don't talk about their past lives they made an agreement to not talk about it um basically though as episode one continues along you get to see them grow up a little bit to where they're no longer like babies, they're toddlers and stuff like that. It has a very hilarious moment in the first episode where they, uh, the babysitter was going to expose that they had kids or that she had kids, which would have like destroyed her career. And so they pretend to be reincarnations of gods. And apparently, uh, I was reading about this. The gods that they chose to pretend as were like gods of like uh like the stars and galaxy and stuff like that, which very fit with like the stars in their eyes and stuff like that, and the stars that I had in her eyes. And so later into episode one, episode one is a lot. Episode one is obviously a lot because it's an hour and a half long. Uh, you see her get stabbed uh there's no other way to bluntly put it she's about to have like the biggest like she's about to like sell out in arena for the first time ever she's about to have her like biggest performance ever that she's ever had her career took off uh because of acting and stuff like that that she was doing and that uh her the the reincarnated doctor is named zakwa uh, when he was reborn, uh, so, uh, her and Aqua do a movie and stuff like that, but you see her get stabbed. There's no other way to put it. Um, you, and it's by the same stalker, the same stalker that killed the doctor. Uh, because there was a rumor online that he saw that she had kids and he was like, how could like, she betray me like this? How could she betray me like this? Not me not like 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 not the fans not not a collective me in particular like he has a connection like 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 he's dating her like 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 he's in a relationship with her but it's a very twisted mindset for idol culture and he he stabs her before paramedics can arrive she dies and passes away and then so from then on the whole story from then on because it felt like episode one felt more like a what's the what's the word i'm looking for it starts with like a p uh not prequel not 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 prequel i I, prequel is something that comes out after something happens what's it called in books i forget what it's called
0: prologue
1: Uh, prologue yes thank you thank you it felt episode one felt more like a prologue and then episode two, the actual anime started. That's what it felt like to me.
0: No, I agree with that.
1: And and I really love the way that they did it. It it it's again another very well animated, beautiful show. Um and then for the rest of the show, it's about for Aqua in particular, it's about he, he is dead set on figuring out who his dad is because uh, his dad was the one that told the, the, the stalker about uh, where she lived and stuff like that. And that's how the stalker got her address uh, because I had reached back out to the dad because she overheard a kid saying that they would like to meet their dad one day. And the dad passed along the address for her current place. As a result, because she gave him her address, should he ever wanted to visit.
0: wh what you trying to what you trying to say, Seth, Overall about Oceanoko, I think you I think you got lost. In I the, mean, it's a fantastic. show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so yeah, go more so now into what. I you was trying really. to explain
1: something that happened like three months ago. That have yeah, that's why I said,
0: like, I realized, because, you know, I binged it, so, like, it's all fresh. to Yeah, it's all head. fresh
1: to you, which is why I was trying but, to talk about to you, but then you were like, Seth, but, like, Seth, you, Seth you go off, you go off, Seth. You would go,
0: You were going off, <laughs> So I was saying it. Because, like, like, me, like, you, you're kind of doing, like, what we did in the preview. Like, I'm not going to really go back and re-say what happened in the show, I'm really just kind of basing on well, what I I'm got trying
1: to, it. I'm trying to give a very, uh, what fans can expect kind of thing.
0: But, I mean, we. I feel like we did that in the preview for most of these shows. So, that's why, like, I, I've really I mean, been really vague. But I'm it's really also, vague like, our reaction to it now
1: that we've actually yeah. seen it, though, is the thing.
0: Yeah. That's why I would let you do it. Because, like, it, mostly, it I, I had, think Ghost No Code. I
1: was not expecting that first episode. And then after yeah. that first, like, first off, 30 minutes into the episode, I was hooked. Because they they got reincarnated. And so I, I, I love reincarnation anime slash isekais. And it, it's just a – I'm also, like, a fan of idols for the most part. I'm not, yeah. like, that big into it, if that makes sense. But
0: you do, like – but you do, like, somewhat like idols.
1: Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And yeah. it's – I I love learning about how the industry actually works. And then from that episode one reaction on Twitter, and we talked about it at the beginning of the episode, that reaction on Twitter was massive. hmm And ultimately but, yeah. though, I gave it a ten.
0: That's cool. Um I'm giving it an eight out of ten. Um mainly because it's like after, you know, we, we did kind so end up having to, to compare. Yeah. yeah, of course, there's still middle goal. and we end up having to compare the rest of the show to episode one. I don't think people put episode one through 11 together. They really do episode one and then two oh. through 11. And I feel like that kind of is what makes this, because, yeah, like, I want to give episode one a different grade, but I can't because, technically, it's a part of the season. You get what I'm saying? Yeah, it's part of the season. So yeah, yeah. like, it's like, so that's the essence of why it's kind of like, one was so good it felt like two three and four were lackluster you know what I'm saying like that's just the real transition
1: to a different part of the story.
0: yeah and but that's the thing if it seemed like this show was gonna be all about I, as kids and it wasn't it's about the people I, as kids are interacting with like we've met uh idol uh it's both a child, at the same time, ex-child yeah. actor yeah but the story like okay and I said this to you and you didn't really it's like it but I told you it reminded me of the 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 storyboard reminded me of DNA Square. How I the story was about that, the Playboy. Yeah. It was about the Playboy, but each like for three, four episodes you were talking about one of the girls that the Playboy met and their life situation and what they were going through. Not more so being about Aqua and his what he's trying to find out or what did tie it all in was her sis was his sister. Like, trying to become an idol, and then these girls being part yeah, of the because, idol thing. Yeah, so because, towards because the end,
1: his sister's not trying to figure out the mystery and stuff like that. She doesn't yeah. know that Aqua's doing this.
0: Yeah, no, definitely. So, she's oblivious, but, like, her goal is to be an idol. So, like, that kind of did pull everyone together. Like I said, the ending was really good. It pulled everything together. But this show definitely was playing off some like harem things for me like and i know you didn't agree with that but i i think having like i didn't expect him to be more so like the what am i trying to say like the center of attention
1: he's a very good like, looking dude who's an actor at a school full of actors
0: yeah no but but the harem-esque version of it even the sister said it like i'm in a pop band or idol band with a Group of girls, my brother all picked out. Is this what my brother likes? It's that kind of essence? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. it, made, it, it and, and they all did like him. Let's be real. Every single one he picked liked him. So it was kind of just that essence of like, like I said, like that's why I said it gave me like DNA square vibes because it's like this playboy guy and he's using. The only difference was he. The thing that made this show like an eight out of ten show is he was he had a goal. So like none of the. All, everything that he's doing is for a reason. If he's asking a girl to join the idol group, it's for a reason. If he goes on a date with the girls, it's for a reason. Like, everything he was doing with everyone's for a reason. But, as we saw with the last girl, he, he kind of went too far. You know what I'm saying? Like, he's playing with people's emotions. And that, but, you know, seeing oh. his development in that, and seeing him, like, you know, try to make up for it, try to, you know, be a great guy even though he's fucked up in the head was cool like because he basically at the end of the day was trying to be a good guy even though he's fucked up in there he saw his mom stabbed to death in front of his eye and got blood all on him while being held and being told i love you like he's fucked up you know what i'm saying so it was really cool to see him try to be that good guy but like i don't know i just i did expect more mystery on that but this show seemed more drama than mystery. I think that's what pulled me in for it. Like I said, like, you were pulled in 30 minutes. I wasn't pulled in until the end of the first episode. And I was like, yeah, we got What pulled me in was Aqua saying, I'm going to find out who killed my mom. Like, that's the thing that makes me watch Osteen O'Ko. The
1: look in his eyes. I
0: guess. Look in his eyes, the way he was... Well, the the star, I think, I, I really didn't really care about it until probably like halfway through like I didn't think that was a big trope for the show until like I found out the name of the show in English is my star I saw the eye stars name like you said the star god thing that didn't all hit me till like halfway through because I was so hell-bent on like first off just the idol culture and then second off this is now a mystery this man's trying to figure out who killed this idol the, like the police ain't even trying to figure it out, but he's trying to figure it out. So it plays into the mystery.
1: Well, I, I the thought I was getting into figured a it out, right? The police knew that it was the stalker.
0: the stalker, but yeah, and but he like finding himself. out the behind the thing, it's like finding out who pulled the strings behind the thing. Yeah, like, exactly. this, like Yeah.
1: Well, it's one of the things where it's like from a police perspective, right? Mm. Okay, stabbed by a stalker in her doorway at home. Stalker feels remorse. Kills himself. It it seems pretty cut and dry, although he knows that there's more to it.
2: Yeah. Yeah, basically. And so,
1: like, there's reasons why the police isn't look, looking into it. It's not like they're, like...
0: I mean, nuts. but that but that plays into the whole, like, that plays into, like, all the mystery, though. It's like, the police don't be looking into it, and they be, um... What do call it to... Oh. Um, okay. Um, but, yeah, it played more so into, um, what am I trying to say? What words am I trying to say? Like, it was, it was too easy to just say it. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, this was a big-time idol star. And she just was killed by a stalker that just kind of just pulled her to the house. Like, she just was able to, I mean, I'm not saying it's not possible, but it is very, like, unlikely odd. So, kind of, like, I can see, like, like he's obsessed, but, like, I'm starting to understand the obsession. By the end of the season, I understood the obsession. I was like, wait, this shit is fucked up. This is too easy. That was too simple. This girl was on the ride, especially when I found out what I was before she was idle, finding out that she didn't care about her looks, wore baggy clothes, talk raunchy to people when i found all that out i said yeah now this is even deeper because she wasn't your typical." i feel like raunchy
1: is the wrong word improper raunchy she didn't give a fuck raunchy Raunchy has a uh
0: i think the way you look at raunchy the way i look at raunchy are just two different things but that's just different i I think yeah just being honest so like i think for you it's improper for me it's raunchy because there's raunchy ratchet crazy there's so many different adjectives for me that you probably you wouldn't use the same adjective for but hers was more raunchy like she was like like you know like she acted like the girl who would smoke the cigarette but she wasn't smoking cigarettes the girl who smoked cigarettes talked a little raunchy type thing like she'll probably be outside work like a waffle house worker kind of raunchy type of thing like you know what I'm saying? Like I don't. That's why I said I don't really allow. I, I mean, what times you go to Waffle House? But hey, like that. i been type to of Waffle House answer. a lot. Ah, oh, damn. I feel bad. Let's keep going.
1: Um. <laughs> I feel bad but for yes. what. Waffle House is amazing, especially at two. Yeah, I m. know. I
0: feel. I feel like I just culture appropriated you, and you were like, "Zo, I go to Waffle House." <laughs> that's why I said, "Ooh, okay." Um, but yeah, especially I give it, it parties, a
1: that. We would either go to a Waffle House or a Huddle House in Troy. Yeah, I thought y'all had Huddle
0: House. That's why I said, I thought y'all we had Huddle both. House. Huddle, yeah, we have both. Huddle House is nothing like Waffle House. It's nothing like Waffle House. It doesn't even feel like it. it, it yeah. It's nothing like Waffle House. I have to
3: disagree. I said, Huddle House and Waffle House are the same exact restaurant. It one. doesn't feel the same. Hey, hey, Sorry, my seven. bad, my bad. One, one is rooted in. Cultural differences, but one's definitely like for people of a certain skin color, and the other is I'm I'm not saying people can't partake in either or, but Hoda House is the classier version of Wampa House. It's, it's usually almost always clean. Uh, the chefs aren't smoking cigarettes outside waiting when you show up at like nine o'clock in the evening. They have tater tots, which automatically makes them a restaurant I go to when I don't want hash have them, because they're the only breakfast spot that has tater tots, and I feel like that's important. And I, love, I love a good tater tot that's not super greasy or super oniony, because because i cause always one to the other. If you buy them at the store and you cook them at home, they're always either oniony as fuck, which is wild because it's a potato, or they're greasy and shit. So I can only get tater tots from Sonic or her house. The only ones that are acceptable in my uh, acceptable, in my opinion, unless I go to like a meat depot or something and I throw the bitches in the oven for forty-five minutes, which is ridiculous. I should be able to fry them. I'm by Can't do that with all the time taken. Very specific type of technique. So you are gonna put some respect on her house? You just you just want that trash ass beyond for the waffle house and feel yep. like you can get Andrew. I wanna beat feel up.
0: like I'm I'm supposed to yeah, be up yeah. at three a.m. here.
3: No, nah, you don't need all that, bro. You could be up at three AM at home.
0: It don't feel the same. It just didn't. Yeah, because
2: well, you're not for your life.
0: It didn't feel. I guess so, man. It's too safe. Other house was too safe. You didn't have to put a, a policeman at, at her house. Yeah, man, man, that's why. I wanna. I wanna. I wanna have to look at my wife and be like, "All right, yeah, this is good. It's cool." <laughs> let me stop. <start. laughs> but yes man we've been going from Ocean no Co, to Waffle so um but yes I gave it an 8 out of 10 for Ocean no
1: I respect it getting to
0: one of the other big ones of the season that pretty much I watched cause everyone else said this shit gonna be fire it had an amazing title I actually don't even remember the um, Japanese title of it anymore cause I remember the Japanese title looked pretty cool but yeah. Hell's Paradise um the new show that came out this season. Um Bringing back that... um Another weird show. Fuck it. I'm going to just go ahead and say it. It's if a I have very the-
1: fucking I- weird show. This... this
0: Delusion was weird. This fact, one's right. Might beat that.
1: Is this... It, if this show isn't weirder than Heavenly Delusion...
0: Hey, bro. This one is weird. I ain't going to lie. It is. It is. Heavenly Delusion was weird, but this show's definitely weirder. But the action in this show makes up for it. It's so phenomenal. basically, it's a it's an island where they think there's an elixir on the island that'll make you live forever, and they send all these criminals who are on death row, some of the strongest criminals who were able to ma- even make it past the first round to get considered to go to this island. They send them to the island with their executioners who will literally cut their head off because guns are still this is feudal era Japan, guns are still like scarce. And they literally send them on the island and say, hey, don't come back unless you come back with their head chopped off or with the elixir. Well, the executioner chopping off the head of the criminal. And basically, that's what this show's about. We're on the island. And one of we followed the, the path of this ninja, though. You know, shout out to all you Naruto fans out there. We followed the path of this ninja. And I say that because my homie legit said... If you told me there was a ninja on this show, I would have watched it. So <laughs> to the Naruto fans out there who like ninja stuff, this one's for you. Um, it's basically about this ninja who wants to basically find the elixir so he can go back to his wife. Which, Seth, if you saw that season finale, I don't Bro, even know anymore what the hell's going on. I don't on. know. That's all what I can the... say. We can't say too much. I'm not going to talk about the
1: season finale. I want say. people to view that themselves.
0: Because season two's coming out at the end of this year. It is season two, is coming out at the end of this year, but yes, um, very weird show. The action's amazing. The way the fire looks on the show, is it's amazing. animated
1: Ma- by Mapa, animated so by very, Mapa. very well animated.
0: Um, they, at the beginning of this show, Mapa now has what do you call that thing when they like have a little promo of themselves? We're gonna call it a promo. MAPPA basically has Josh in this show for for I haven't seen it in
1: any other MAPPA show I've ever watched, it's in Vinland Talk as well.
0: Okay, so it's in Vinland Saga. So you've seen it then, Josh. It's like that little Mappa promo where they do the motorcycles.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: That's just pretty hard. I ain't even gonna lie. I used to hate Mapper like everyone else. I let the internet, like, let me hate Mapper. I don't hate Mapper anymore.
1: Every comment I, section I on every I episode is like, when are we going to see the motorcycle?
0: <laughs> yeah, bro, bro. Not, it's not. It's really not bad. I just really, like, enjoyed seeing for episode. I was like, What is this? I'll never forget watching that thinking it was part of the show. I was like, this is this, a rated R
1: anime, by the way. This is a rated R anime.
0: A very rated R. Um, very adult conversations, adult things, a lot of blood,
1: it is a, um, a lot of death. Listed as a you gore have to, have, anime you need to world. be
0: able to, to differentiate reality and disreality watching this show. If you're not good at that, you shouldn't watch this show. Um, but yeah, Hell's Paradise definitely was a, it was a good action show to come out this summer, like, especially with the Um
3: By, like, by the way, that's a Witch studio thing. I I am seeing the buck. I wasn't really paying attention to conversation I'm waiting to talk about the, the greatest anime of this uh season. But yeah, no, the runner cycle thing was one hundred percent a witch studio thing, but you know, Moffa bought them out. Uh,
1: okay oh, okay. Okay, that makes more sense now then I guess.
0: No. Okay, no, that shit was cool. I've never seen it before, so this is the first anime I've ever seen it on. I was like, Mappa, why ain't not you do it? Why didn't they do it for Attack on Titan? Why didn't Attack on Titan get a promo? Because, because that they was were done trying
1: by to... Mappa, not by... Even though, I'm guessing that it was, even though Wit Studio was bought out, and they now go under Mappa, I'm guessing it was the same it still was uh, animators like, that worked it, under Wit.
0: Yeah, and I and I think honestly you just still like didn't it have they had a different animation studio for seasons one through three, correct? Um, Attack on Titan. Yes. Yeah, so I think I think that just would have been tasteless to just be like, Oh yeah, new animators. Here's the promo. Like right off rip. Like people were still like I'm pretty sure the the conversations before like Mappa dropped that first episode for Attack on Titan were crazy. Like everyone just speculating what's gonna be like and stuff. So I think they were just like, let's let's just ease them into this. Let's not show them that it's us. But they'll know, trust me. <laughs> they'll know. But um yeah man, Hell's Paradise honestly, top three of the season. Um definitely a big banger that came out. A lot of people loved it. A lot of streamers Streaming it, watching it with folks, talking good shit about it. No bad blood about it. Definitely a show where you can't get too attached because, you know, that's not good to do in anime any days anymore. Um, but, yeah, I really enjoyed Hell's Paradise. Give that 9 out of 10. Looking forward to the more... I mean, and that's the thing. I know that this show's not long. Like, the manga been done. Um, it's not a long thing. But it is long enough to have, like, you know... Maybe a third season, maybe, but, like, it's not long. It's really, but that's also what makes it fun is, like, dang, they're just killing everybody off. I, I didn't even think this was going to be, what is the word I want to say? I thought this was all going to end in 13 episodes, and the fact that they were getting a season two got me excited. I was like, oh, shit, we couldn't fit it all. Season
1: two was immediately announced, yeah.
0: Yeah, and, you know, especially the power system. Oh, that's why I want to say last thing about Hell's Paradise. I fucks with the power system. It's really fucked say, yeah. up. But it's very different. It's like it's like when I first watched Hunter Hunter and I saw the net and shit. Like that was cool as fuck to me. Like a different power system. So yeah, I'm fucking with a different power system. Can't go wrong with that. So yeah, shout out to Sales Paradise. That's definitely a nine out of ten for me.
1: I gave it an eight out of ten.
0: That's cool.
1: I gave it an eight out of ten because
0: uh, there wasn't. You didn't I need cry, to see where the, you? I need to see where the story yeah. goes. You didn't cry, did you?
1: Uh, in, in this an animated yes, yes two. I did, yes I did actually. Wait, really? What the hell are you? Or not? Not cry? I shed a tear.
0: i know yeah, cause a someone I, there two. was a, there was a couple deaths and one of them there was uh what's
1: yeah,
0: the it, uh, uh, Yamada. If you're talking
1: about Yamada,
0: the one oh dang the, yeah, uh, no, the uh no yeah that broke Mars the too. one that I, took I, care I was, of the little girl. I ain't even gonna lie, I was hanging with some, my homie when I was watching that, so I had to kind of be hard. But I definitely was breaking down on the inside, because I was like, no, no. So, yeah, all right, cool. That's cool, then. All right. It, it, it did the three for you. Smile, laugh, and cry. That's all I need to know. I try, I slick do that now on the low. Like, it kind of comes in my head. I said, I ain't cry at this. I can't give this a 10. <laughs> <laughs> the hell? Never this they'll never get a show. The next show that make me cry they're gonna be probably gonna be the show they get the ten. Y'all never gonna hear ten of me until I cry. For any new show. Um but yeah. I mean that's cool. That's cool. You
1: don't have to. It can do other things to get a
0: it ten. To it's too I know, I know what you mean, but that's a... But if it makes me cry like a person who don't feel like he cries at all, if it yeah, makes yeah, me exactly. cry, that yeah, that's yeah. that means it did some stuff. You know what I'm saying? I
1: feel what you're saying,
0: yeah. Like Oshinoko did like that's why I, lo- I really love Noshinoko. Gave it nine. Like I really did fuck with the fact of how deep it's able to pull you in. You know what I'm saying? Like like I didn't cry Oshinoko, but I was definitely like texting you at three in the morning, like, bro, what the fuck did I just watch?
1: You did Why yeah, is she yeah, doing yeah.
0: this? You know what I'm saying, and I really try not to text folks like that late, unless like
1: something's really well, in my head. you also knew that I was up, I think, because it was an no,
0: honestly. To be real with you, I didn't really know you was up. I really just took a guess, like on some. I knew you wouldn't get mad that I did it. That's yeah, the yeah. real thing, I and it's really especially about something you like, messages. like because you know I don't normally do that, but like that's why I say like I try not to do that, folks. Like like even with Jaws, like there's times I would want to hit Jaws so up. Like man, I can wait till tomorrow. But Oshino Code hit me so hard I couldn't wait till tomorrow with you. I had to tell you in that moment. That's why oh. I said like emotionally powerful. That's why I mean, even though I didn't cry, it was definitely emotionally powerful. So,
1: yeah.
0: Um, and then there's last
1: one that we have in common
0: and that
1: Mash would be. Oh, Mashal! Yeah, man! Shout out to Mashal! Uh, Shout out to Mashal! I'm glad I got you to watch Mashal. I am.
0: No, that's was really good. Um, You know, for all you um, gimmick tropes lovers out there, it's definitely a good one for you.
1: It is a parody shounen that makes fun of all other shounen.
0: Yep, literally. Just like One Punch Man did, just like Mob Psycho did, Is right there with it. In a world full of magic, there's one man who has no magic. Sounds familiar, though, but this one doesn't use a sword. Because he never got one. He was just told by his dad. Well, his daddy. Quotation.
1: Grandfather. That he was
0: to just. Actually, Quotations. Quotations actually, adopted, because... father. actually well, adopted father. Ad- adopted actually, adopted father. Adopted
1: father, but he does call him jichan which is grandfather in Japanese. Really?
0: Okay. Yeah. No, I didn't know that. I didn't know that. Okay. I mean, I know he's older. I do know like, he's old enough to be his granddad. But I thought he was still playing like, oh, this is my daddy wrote. Oh, it's cool, um, but yeah, I just told him to just work out because he didn't have no magic, and he worked out so much, he ended up becoming Satan out here. And now he goes to a school where there's magic everywhere, and you will be persecuted, killed, probably destroyed. I mean, killed and destroyed same thing, so I don't know why I said kill before destroy, but you will be definitely persecuted and kicked out of and exiled, and it's the worst thing in the world to not have magic, basically. Like, the police can legit arrest you. The babies you are killed age. off
1: at birth if they don't have yeah, magic. Yeah, they so legit yes. can
0: arrest you and do anything to you if you don't have magic. So, we got Master over here, who's super strong with no magic, basically hiding the fact that he doesn't have magic against everyone. So, whenever he does something really fast... He'll say hamstring magic before, maybe. Or if he's going to do a punch.
1: Or like, he's going to say tricep. Playing, magic. playing a quidditch match by floating in the air because he's just kicking his legs literally just so But bad. he didn't.
0: The, the thing that made me upset about that is he didn't say something before. Like, Foot magic. You know what I'm saying? Like, but that's what everyone was co- that was the best thing fucking moment of every episode was when he would say hamstring magic. And then the dude like, be like magic. magic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and then the dude's like hamstring magic. I've never heard of that. It's like, it doesn't exist. Like,
2: it doesn't <laughs> it,
0: but you can tell it's literally that trope of like, wait, that don't sound like it exists, but you can't prove it. You can't prove nobody, it. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> You can't prove it, so you get away with it. And that's why I fuck with Marshall because he's stupid, don't get me wrong. Marshall's like your typical stupid main character, but he has common sense. And that kind of, like, plays into it more. Like, a lot of our main characters don't have even common sense, and they do dumb stuff for Russian. Marshall actually thinks, like, legit. Even Does though his he? thinking is hard. Hey, hey, you feel me? It's weird. It, it's Does weird he? to say like that. But, but when he said tricep magic, he could have said anything. He could have said any muscle. He's
1: smart whenever it comes to, like, knowing his body and knowing which muscles didn't All right, then that
0: then, like that, that, then that, in, in knowing his environment, like, what he can do. Well, even then, he don't know all he could do, because he found out he could swim in a random mode.
1: Yeah, exactly.
0: But, but it's like, I do just fuck with the way he's able, like, he's so physical. So, like, when it comes to physical things, he's the truth. He's smart. He knows what it is. And that's cool. That's a different education. Like, you know, so that's like someone being good at math but bad at English. He's good at fighting and doing working out and all that, but he's just not good at doing math or something. You know what I'm saying? Like, he has his own education.
1: And then and, also, side note, right? The opening is very good, right? But the ending does not have to go that hard when it's literally just talking about cream puffs.
0: Oh no, Seth! I think you—that's—that's yeah, that's, that is your—that's you there, because like it, it was pretty cool. Ending was pretty cool. No, no,
1: I'm saying and I'm saying the right, cool. like, like.
0: Intro wasn't all that to me. I ain't even gonna lie. I, I caught myself skipping really? intro. I think okay. it was too it was too punk rockish.
1: That's why I liked it.
0: And you know, yeah, like I said, different, different genre stuff. But yeah, it was yeah. just too punk rock. It was too 2004 punk rockish. Like I grew That's up listening like that it. when I was like <laughs> seven, eight. Yeah, like that that was I'm that era's it's like trying to bring back an era that we it's gone. Like I'd rather just be a new rock. Like Hell Paradise. That's like a new rock to me. Like, that's rock music, but like in 2023. Like, Hell Paradise theme song. Yeah, That's why I, that was my favorite. If I had to say a favorite theme song of the season, it would be Hell's Paradise. Because oh, for it was me, it's Oceanoko. Song.
1: It's Osh- Oceanoko for sure.
0: Oh, yeah, you love the idol shit. So, yeah, I skip that every time, too. I'm not going to lie. Wow, <laughs> but I love the ending. The ending, I downloaded my soul the
1: died ending. When you said that just now.
0: Oh, yeah, I hated the, the beginning. I'm not an idol person. I don't like the idol thing. Like, no, not for real. But this show was really different. That's why I said it, for me not to like idols, this show put me in on it. But I don't I think the reason I don't like idols is because I know it's fake. It's like wrestling to me. You well, know what I'm saying? The like the song is done I,
1: by a group that's not an idol group.
0: Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm saying like it it sounds like they're trying to pretend to be the yeah, idol. Yeah, no,
1: no, no, yeah. No, and
0: right. I don't it's, it's personally, definitely made
1: for the show.
0: Yeah. Like I wouldn't have watched that performance and when I was at work that night and I sent that to you. I wouldn't have watched that if I wasn't watching know Shinoko. I would have walked out the room with the four. like I just for me it's just I don't know it's too fake it's just that's kind of like why I ain't like the punk the the theme song for um, Marshall it just seemed too punk rock so I'm like you didn't have to go that far with it but okay cool
1: but, no, but the like, ending like the ending I just going? had no expectations for because it was about cream puffs and I'm like oh yeah and I'm just listening to the song and I'm like
0: Yeah, you do catch yourself singing those a couple lyrics. Why
1: does this like? Why is this catchy?
0: You know, I shouldn't like this song.
1: Now that you bring up the
0: cream puff thing, Mashal is another show that plays into cream puffs. Yeah, it plays into another show that like I started because of an anime girl or a Twitter girl because there was this girl on Twitter who was talking all this stuff about Mashal, but that wasn't enough. Like I did still wasn't caring. She literally works at a gym, so she went to the gym. And told this dude about Mashal that she's watching and was telling him about the cream puffs. Dude came back the next day and brought her a whole plate of cream puffs. And she talked about how amazing they actually were. And it was that story alone that made me go sorry, and say, I got to watch Mashal Because it was like, this show's so powerful. It's got people making cream puffs at home. <laughs> Who the hell is just really waking up making cream puffs other than Mashal? Now there's actually people doing it. There was a guy waking up, putting on the baking thing like like Marshall do, making some cream puffs for this girl at the gym, and that shit just had me like, yeah, I gotta check this out. This is too crazy.
1: Um, I gave Marshall an eight. Somebody
0: make you cream puffs? That's just tragic. You get what I'm saying? Like you, you the 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 powerfulness and just that, like that man, like it's not you're not making. Muffins or brownies or cake, you make cream puffs, you know. Yeah, you gotta put that in the middle and all, like he did. And it was a plate, like she had a whole plate. And Mm. I was, I was in, I was like, you know what, maybe I should check out Badger Commercial. Then maybe there's some. And I ain't gonna lie, after watching the show, like if anything, it really made me want to work out more than eat cream puffs. That's the weird thing. It made me want to work out more than eat cream puffs. It makes me want to work out more. Yeah, cause like the cream puffing is real, but like I don't know, I mean, personally, I don't like cream where, food like, food like,
1: He works out so like much so that he can eat cream puffs without. It's anywhere. like a mix. <laughs>
0: it's like a mix. Like the show's gonna like push you in a way where you're like, you know, maybe if if I did, maybe maybe if I did do this extra push, I probably could do something more than a person who just sits and waves a wand all day. You know what I'm saying? Or sits and like types on a computer all day or something like that. Like. You may not be the strongest motherfucker, but you'll probably be stronger than the computer typing guy or something like that. You know what I'm saying? Like that's what Mashal kind of did for me. It made me realize, like, just a little effort, you could be stronger than just your peers, type thing. Because that's basically what Master is to me. Like, somebody's gonna call him bluff eventually, but he's just, and even it's when they almost like, do,
1: Zoro levels are working out as well.
0: Yeah, of course, of course.
1: In terms of like the oh, amount okay. of weight he can lift and how fast he lifts it. Yeah,
0: like, and though? but he's been doing it since he was five. I mean, if you've been working at what six or seven, probably for real. Yeah, yeah but when you've been yeah. working out since you were like little, of course, you're gonna be breaking stuff, lifting doors up, and all that. Like, he's yeah. working that's like he's in high school, academy, so like a a, a boarding yes. school kind of more so. So, he's gotta be at least 16, 17. That's like 10 a strong 10 years every day just working. That.
1: I also found myself laughing a, a lot during the show. It's, oh definitely. It's a very funny show.
0: Oh yeah. definitely.
1: So I give it an eight.
0: Yeah, same here. I'm giving it an eight. Um it's still just, you know, a, a, a trope show. But surprisingly very good and very interesting. Season and two is
1: announced. Yeah. Uh will come out in January, so it'll be winter season. So uh about six so, yeah, months look, from now.
0: Looking forward to that. Uh, That's definitely and... on the watch list. I'll be watching that weekly. <clears throat> I won't I won't bend that again. Just because I won't be able to wait. Like I actually won't want to watch it.
1: Yeah. <laughs> It'll be like, it's like your
0: daily, it's like your weekly laugh. You know what I'm saying? It's still yep. gonna give you some action, some good story, but it's your weekly laugh.
1: And then it's time for the finale. All right. Let y'all two do over. Yeah.
0: Set it, Set it up for the people.
3: Okay. So this this season. We got season two of my favorite anime from last year. Anime that I did not expect to fall in love with whatsoever, but I am absolutely ecstatic that I saw it and I watched the prologue. I was like, yo, this looks cool. I'm a, I'm gonna wait and see what happens. And and then season one came out and I watched season one and I was hooked from day one. Absolutely loved it. I got action, I got I got romance, I got fighting, I got giant robots. I got a banger ass soundtrack. I was like, yo, I have no complaint. I'm talking about Mobile Suit, Gundam, The Wish from Mercury season two. Uh, it's like for a twenty four episode show, I did not expect to be, like be hit emotionally in the fields as much as I was. But oh my god, what a season. Like what a, what a show, first of all. Uh season one was great, but season two just, just did something to me, man. Like holy yeah, these last like four episodes, like nine through twelve specifically, man, was on bumpers from day one. I was listening like, wild. I was I'm I was not prepared at all. I, I actually cried for episode eleven. I haven't cried at
1: anime in like three years.
3: Dumbtound.
1: Well, wow. That alone makes me happy to hear.
0: Stuff loves to hear mm-hmm. men crying.
1: I th- I do because because we're taught to suppress our emotions for so long.
3: No, he's right for sure. Mm. Uh, I have been hyping up this show for like the last ten months. But I yeah, mean, I already know it is. But um Suleta Mercury is the main character and uh basically she's this kid who who at this point I can confirm one hundred percent is on the spectrum. Uh, so she she's just socially awkward for Sherman sure because of that. She, she's been she's a shelter in her entire life. She didn't have any friends and so. And so her mom sends her and her Gundam Ariel to uh, school basically to become like you know more socially aware and a better Gundam pilot. And she's like, you can go to school, you can have friends, you can you can do all this and that as long as you fight in duel. And duels are basically how people decide shit at the academy. And Mm -hmm. in episode one of season one, she kind of accidentally gets into a duel with, like, this school's top pilot. And she ends up waxing his ass quite easily. And because of that, she becomes the holder. And the holder is basically the fiance of the president of the Federation's daughter. And so... Miorina Miorina is the president's daughter. And their relationship is kind of developed all during season one as Suleta defends her title as Holder and she kind of comes out of the show. And then in season two, um, we we kind of see their relationship change a little bit because of an attack by terrorists from Earth who honestly... Are just trying to get they bad too. Like, Earth is like literally the ghetto of the universe. It's it's downtrodden, it's broken down, it's fucked up. they treated as like second or even third class citizens. Like, oh, you're from Earth? Gross, get the fuck out of my face. Uh, stuff like that. And so, obviously, the entire time they're just trying to improve the quality of life on Earth. You um, know, a, a lot of shit happens in season two. Like, there, there are terrorist attacks. Um, people definitely get murdered, for sure. You see children die, which is something a lot of people are not used to. I know Zoe had an issue with that. Um, and you see Suleta kind of just start to come out of her shell more and abandon being basically uh Mirina is like tag along. She she comes into her own because
2: a lot of stuff happens where she has to force herself. What?
0: No, I'm here. I'm here. I got
2: you.
0: Hey, what? What? hey man, um, look, you know my situation, but I'm, I'm when you, I'm with you. You're you playing, and Keep going, and I got you when you finish. I,
3: anyway, okay, so um, we we opened up with season two uh, after season one ended. You know, Plant Kata got attacked by the Earthian terrorists and stuff. So um, we, we uh, ended, you know, the I like, four episodes are dealing with the immediate aftermath of that. Uh, and, and, and in that time frame, obviously, me, or, me or and everyday, and Loretta's relationship is strained and stuff like that. We, we found out a lot of information about some of the background characters in um, Earth's house on, on the cabin campus and stuff like that. We, we found out that one of them is a plant slash fly. um because that's, that was her only way to get into school, she had to do what she had to do. Uh, Nika kind of sucks her friends over a little bit. She has her own redemption and stuff like that. of the Earthian terrorists, quote unquote, uh, infiltrate the school, and and the friends who let her in the airhouse is in that kind of leads to some when and shenanigans, and they eventually, obviously, do what they were destined to come there to do. In the first place. Uh, and and fuck shit up, and, and that kind of eventually leads to some issues when one of them ends up dying because again, in this series, Gundams are harmful to their pilots, like piloting the Gundam and, and, and linking to like the network that exists, the data stream, basically, kind of killing. And and so her, we we eventually find out spoiler alert here so if you haven't watched yeah you know, you know what, i'm not i'm not gonna go into too, too much detail because i haven't seen it yet and i think that's why anyway we find out some very pivotal information about suletta's background with her family and her older sisters
1: mm-hmm.
3: uh, and, and the reason her mother is the way she is and her mother's plan for the universe and that leads to more high hijinks which ends up cultivating and this giant has war weapon, two war weapons during the last few episodes, actually, one of which kind of controls other machines, and the other one is just a giant death laser. Um, and we see Sula once again, like decide, despite all her social awkwardness, despite her like limited capacity in some instances. Because of her upbringing, True with and happens her own. He's like, I'm gonna protect everybody. I'm gonna, I'm gonna save everyone. I'm gonna do what I have to do. Uh, and she steps up to the plate. Uh, there are some really, the sight scenes in the last couple of episodes aren't as massive as I feel like any earlier ones. But that's not what the show is about at that point.
0: If anything, just the fact that one person dies in a the pilot they beat, you know what I'm saying? Is the essence I think they're trying to sell. Like people can die using these things kind of thing. It's what I felt like it was. Like, in the second, like, I, I felt the same way. I, I wanted to just basically say, I agree with you. These, the fights towards the end of this season definitely were just kind of, like, okay. You know what I'm it, saying? It was, like,
3: more ideal, it was ideals clashing than actual, like, like, the action scenes were so cool, but I feel like the action took a backseat to, like, the clash of ideals and just, like, who's who right, who's right. wrong. And and Missaleta ends up proving herself in this, uh, and we get to see. Honestly, I was not expecting a good ending. And when I say good ending, I mean like a, like a lighter one in this show. I definitely was not expecting because I I expected the ending to be great regardless. But I was not I was not expecting a, an ending on the lighter hearted side, and I'm really glad we got to see that. Uh, I feel like everything. Story wise, got wrapped up very nicely. Um, her her mother's plan ends up, you know, doing what it needs to do, coming to fruition and whatnot. I, I think everybody mostly got what they wanted, um, and they were able to do that in a very well written way. I, mm-hmm. I didn't I didn't feel cheated. Because this character didn't die or this character survived or, or we didn't get this or that. Um and best relationship in the anime one it and I'm really excited about that. I'm not really and, and this is gonna sound sexy, right? Uh but I'm not the biggest fan of female led sort of material sometimes. God.
2: Oh my because,
3: god. Because be, no, but hear me out because because usually Usually a guy is writing it and it's not well done. Like, like I read like, but you know, I read one woman comics. Like, I've I've read Supergirls Run. I've read like Batgirls and the Wizard. Like, that. I I can read it if it's done decently. I have no problem watching female led anime and stuff like that. This to me is one hundred percent my favorite like female led anime, anime. Um, and I'm a I'm a big Black Lagoon fan. Like I'm a. Huge Black Lagoon thing, mm. And that's a Revy show for sure. Um, but like, I don't know. I, this, this was, it was a vibe from beginning to end for sure. And, and like a good vibe. Like I, I was emotionally invested when I needed to be emotionally invested with everything. Um, when the when action was there, it was good action. When they were trying to develop drama for the plot, I never felt like they were doing too much. Uh, the fact that there were, like, several cliffhangers mid-season like season was wild as fuck. I did not expect, like, there were four or five in each season alone where I was just like, yo, what the fuck are we going to do next episode? Um, Even... We even, I even got to see a character I didn't think I would see again, like whatsoever, in the show. I and mean, we got to close that plot point too, and that was really, really nice to see, mm-hmm. uh, especially for Suleta. because I feel like that was like her first real like relationship, and like, uh, in in the show, just like for a person that like was not attached to her in any real way prior to that meeting. Um, but no, uh wish for mercury uh is definitely my 10 out of 10 for this it's my first 10 out of ten of the year and it's definitely the only 10 out of ten I had for this season like a lot a lot of stuff that I plan on watching I either didn't or I plan on watching later because there were continuations of stuff I've already started like in another world my smartphone season two came out this uh this like this spring season um uh, there was, there are a couple others. And I'll get to them, but I, I, I've had a lot going on in life. But this this has been the only constant anime-wise in my life the last like four months, uh, and it's it's well deserved for true. Nothing else stuck out to me long enough for me to be like, oh, I have to watch this. Success. And I think that's very telling. Um, yeah. and, and some of my friends are going to call me wild for this, especially like uh, like my Troy, like my older Troy friends. But honestly, I think this might be my favorite Gundam ever. And that's saying.
1: That is a statement, yes.
3: Um, I'm going to have to go back and do some research and rewatch some stuff for sure. But this, to me, definitely beats out any Gundam prior to, like, 2012. Uh, For sure. And I love Iron Blood Orphan. I, I really, really do. I yeah. think this. I think this might be better than seed. I don't know if this is better than wing. I have to rewatch wing to make sure. But I think this is better than like, Uh, seed. Uh, like I think this is better than unicorn for sure. Um, this is better than any of the SD stuff. Uh, I don't care for Gundam bill Fighter at all or any of its offshoot So fuck that. Uh, this is definitely better than Mobile Suit Gundam, like the original, like Mobile Suit seventy nine for sure. Get that out of here. Um, yeah, no, I, I, I'm gonna have to go back and watch a lot of source material for sure. But this is definitely in my top three. I, I don't know. It's it's so well done. Now. I'm, I'm so proud of everybody who had anything to do with this show. Um, like when the animators, like. The sound guys, the editors, uh, the storyboarders, that right there, the director, the writer—just so all I picked it up. I have no complaints whatsoever.
0: Okay, no, I love, I love Witch from Mercury. Um, definitely went in not thinking I'd love it as much as I did. Um, um, I mean, I hate to say it like this, but it definitely. On Sundays, I would only watch, like, Boruto was my main show on Sundays. And then, when I since I started Witch for Mercury, it literally replaced, like, okay, Sunday, well, I'm watching Witch for Mercury first. Now, if I watch that, yeah. then I watch uh, So, like, I'm saying, it was able to change my routine. I've been watching Boruto since 2017. So, like, this was the one Sunday show I can remember that has literally made me say, oh, it's Sunday, Boruto's out, but I need to watch this first. So, that's what I mean, and it's powerful, and it's great, and action story um having a different main character one that's not like the one that's socially awkward and trying to make friends and like when i mean socially awkward like like we've said like maybe a little autistic before we've talked about that and like you mentioned um so that was different and exciting to see um exciting to see a um you know just a whole different character like like they broke so many tropes of gundam even the fact that she was a girl from the day to girl, when they made her, when she beat the guy that you said she beat, um, the holder and became the top Gundam pilot on the school, everyone was like, I remember even she was like, wait, can I date you? Cause you're a girl. She was like, uh, you must definitely be from somewhere else. Cause that's normal. Like all of the tropes yeah. were broken.
3: Mercury, Yeah. So on Mercury, that's not a very common thing. You know, out of out of
0: space and whatnot. Like, yeah, we don't care who you were. Yeah, whoever you is is the holder. That's all that matters. And that's that. But that was what was cool. They were breaking all the tropes. Um, Even the end of season one had it to where, like, it really played into why she might be, how she might be autistic. You know what I'm saying? Like, really, the end of season one really, like, solidified, like, our statement of, like, yeah, she's probably autistic. So going into season two, I was like, how are they going to keep the energy up? They kept it up. The energy never dropped. Season two basically was, it felt more like a core. Like season one and two were season one and two, but they felt more like core one and core two because like it just, you know, all of that shit that happened in season one and we just went back to school the next day in season two. And it was kind of, that's why I really didn't think it was going to be like that, but it, it kind of, there was a running theme of big war, still got to go to school the next day, even though it was like people, a bunch of people you knew dead. And it was kind of like just how oblivious the rest of the world was, like she we saying that Saleta was the weird woman, really the rest of the, this whole galactical force was probably weird in their own right um but yeah, man, I definitely think even in most shows when they start getting political, I get turned off, like just being honest, but this politics was actually pretty deep um I think don't like. I never really caught myself really falling off with it. I really just caught myself trying to figure out, like, okay, what are we going to do from here? And I think after finding out the history of Saleta, it kind of, I mean, it was so real. Like, I'm not going to say it was a bad thing. I just kind of was upset that I, like, like that was what it, she was. Like, you know what I'm saying? When you find out what she is, I, I personally... And, mad that's what she was. Like, you know what I'm saying? I'm I'm not going to say it was bad writing or anything. I just think it's, like, a personal thing. Like, really? That's all she was? Really? Like, that kind of thing. So, but that's what I like. Like I said, it pulled me in enough to be upset about it. So, that's that's why I think, like, these last few episodes, i definitely been, like, hard to watch because it's just kind of like, oh, so she's just this. Like, I I had an idea of what I thought the letter was. I can't remember what it was. But I was completely off. And that's why when I found out, I was kind of like, dang, that makes me mad. You know what I'm saying? But that's what I liked about Witch from America. you really able to make me actually care. Anything that makes me actually care is cool, man. Especially Gundam, which, like, for me, has, like, I never really cared for Gundam, I'll be honest. My brother was the Gundam person. So this is technically my first real beginning to end Gundam that I watched as it was airing type thing. My brother would watch Gundam on Tsunami. That was one of his shows. I just kind of would fall into it. So, like, this is probably one of those shows that'll put me, like, I never thought about just going and binging all of Mobile Suit Gundams, but, like, I mean, I'm my list of anime is really shortened, and I'm getting to a point where, like, I'm either gonna go A through Z again, or I'm gonna have, add to my list. So, Mobile Suit kind of is in there. I'm not gonna say I'm gonna watch all of them, but definitely the movies. I think I'm gonna just, like, play along with some movies and stuff and just kind of you know, because it's hard for me to say this is the best Gundam, and I ain't watched them all. You know what I'm saying? Like you was even talking about earlier, you were like it's this is one because it's so different. It's kind of hard to compare. It's not your typical Gundam, but that's the cool part of it. So, um, I gave it nine out of ten, man. Nine out of ten for both seasons, man. This was a great show. Um, hopefully, this like you said, hopefully this brings more people into Gundam because you know there was a Gundam movie that came out before this aired. In theaters, and it was it was even in America for a few weeks, and like nobody went and saw it. you know what I'm saying? so like, but which for Mercury, as we've seen, especially this season, was on the top of like that anime weekly chart a lot, and I mean, I've seen people post little clips and stuff about it, you know what I'm saying, like not me even having to go search it, like it just kind of coming up. so I think you know, I say anything that can bring someone into a franchise is lit. You know, just like how My Hero's finna have the Vigilante anime coming out. That got me lit as hell, because I'm like, I've been wanting to read Vigilante since it kind of was announced that it was gonna be a manga, but like, I don't know, I just never did it. It just got on the back burner of the list. So now, the fact that it's getting animated, I'm like, okay, you done pushed the back burner so so far. But I love when there's different things that pull people into like, a whole genre or something, or not even genre, really just that world, like One Piece my Hero, or if like a new Dragon Ball movie come out, people go back and watch old Dragon Ball stuff. I definitely feel like there's a lot of people who watch this and go back and be like, what the fuck was Gundam like? And then they'll be like, oh, that's why I like Witch for Mercury better type shit. So, yeah, 9 out of 10 for me on Witch for Mercury. Definitely a good show. Um, so, Joshua,
1: I guess... what was your rating on it?
0: 10 10 Nine. Oh, yeah yeah he said third 10 of the year man yep Yep. yep. Third 10 of the year yeah man so we're here we reached the end of our spring season um job you're the king of the mental tip what's something that you learned from this not even like anime right but just from this spring because we're heading we're technically in summer we're deep in summer but what did, we're just going to play out. What did you learn from the spring that can help you move forward with your life? Because we'll just kind of go around with that. Like, we're going to bring this mental tip and we're going to spread it out this time. We're not just going to have you do it yourself. Okay. If you need some uh, time to think, I can, I can go first. If you need some time. No, no. What
2: did I
3: learn from the I learned that uh, life, life is like the weather. It's constantly changing. Some, some days are depressing as fuck and rainy and thunder and lightning and all dark and gloomy. Some days are bright and sunny. Uh, you're Living your best life, having fun, you're doing things. Uh, so some some days some days are hot. Some days are cold. Like some, some day, sometimes sometimes it it's perfect weather and other times it's freezing. And you you don't, you don't know what's going on. But, you know time time will get better. Uh, life is ever changing like relationships and everything. You know, sometimes you gotta wash some shit away. Other times you gotta, you know, step out of the sun and embrace it. You know, live in it. Breathe it. Get some fresh air. Uh, you know, enjoy the fact that you got people in your life that give fuck about. And then and then when those people no longer give a fuck about you or they never really gave a fuck about you in the first place because it's convenience, you you gotta let that shit wash away. It is what it is. Um and there's always room for growth and improvement. You know, like, I, I think each individual person in this world is a flower. One you take care of you nurture and water and whatever you do to that flower to grow. it, don't water it. You know, and, you know, don't feed it that self-confidence and that importance and find that that is here for a reason and it'll die out. And that's impressive, but, you know, that's what life is.
0: No, it's real. Uh, uh, I think we ought to learn. Huh? Oh, okay. Cool. Uh, yeah. I, fuck. I was, so, so, so fuck, fuck everybody. Fuck the world.
1: <laughs> I was just going to add on to that. Uh, flowers need to go through the storm. and need, need to go through the rain. That way they can stand out in the sunshine.
0: Well, oh, you said flowers. I thought you said fuck. I was like, dang. Okay. yeah. No, no, you said fuck. Yeah, you, you were like fuck. And off, I just interrupted or, like, we, you. Yeah.
1: You didn't cut me off. We spoke at the same time.
0: Okay, all right, cool. Yeah,
1: yeah, so it was a stutter. that was it.
0: Yeah, no, I got you. I had, um, from the spring, I pretty much learned, like, it's okay to be a good friend. I think, you know, with everything, ooh, okay, yeah, that happens. With everything that's, like, happening in the world, thank you. With everything that's happening in the world, you know, a lot of people have hardened their heart. A lot of situations have happened to people to harden their heart. And there's nothing wrong putting up barriers and walls to kind of keep yourself safe, but don't be, you know, it's just kind of learning the balance of like when it's okay to let some walls down and just, you know, be that extra step person, help somebody out. Even if no, you know, sometimes, and a lot of people will say otherwise, sometimes it's okay to help people when they don't need help. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes it's just that extra step that makes people able to, stand up on their own two feet and make it on their own. So that was, like, my big trope lesson I learned from the spring heading into the summer. Summer's been a really good start so far. But, like, from the spring, I had to learn, like, you know, you can't, you know, stay hard-hearted forever. You can't. It's just not the right, a good way to live. I ain't going to say the right way to live. It ain't a good way to live. So, you know, open your heart to others. You know what I'm saying? Not even just, like, relationship where i'm just talking about just platonic friendships it's okay to open your heart to other people let them in because then when they let you in on their tip you'll be surprised on what they kind of you know got open on their side so yeah man a lot of therapy sessions a lot of friend therapy sessions but just learning about being open with friends and stuff on deeper tip is definitely something that uh it'll, it'll make you feel good as well as strengthening friendships so that's what I think I'm learning from the spring, taking it to the year.
1: Uh, for me, it's uh, accepting people for who they are, uh, accepting people for their flaws and everything like that, uh, not to be judgmental. Uh, sometimes we can be quick to react to certain scenarios or quick to react or quick to judge people. But we don't know what they've been through or anything like that. So I think it's important to take all that into account. And be open-minded in different scenarios. Uh, Be okay with changing environments. Know that uh, it's not just your environment that's constantly changing. It's the world. Uh, And so being okay with all that and accepting that and accepting people for who they are and situations for what they are uh you don't have to know somebody's background to try to see it from their perspective or see a per- see a situation from their perspective see how to just try to see how see and understand how they feel i feel like that's really important
0: sure, sure, sure. I mm. well i like it um if you're trying to follow us on our socials, you can follow me on IG right now, cause that's my only really main social for real. At what about If you're trying to follow Seth, he's on multiple socials. Might be on Threads coming soon. At C3 Smooth. Oh, okay, all right. We'll see. Well, you might be you we'll might see. be able to you might, you might be able to get something. Might be able to get Josh on there, and if he does get on Threads. Um, if someone ain't stole it already he will be also under all his under socials the same my underscore own OWN profit if you can't spell profit go to church um but please 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 make sure you follow the pod at twitter at otaku collect pod that's kind of my home right now anyway so you know getting back after on active on there um call the tiktok at otaku collective pc as well as the gmail at otaku collective pc at gmail.com please hit us up there inquiries business deals anything you think we can collab on we're down for it summertime bright ideas are flowing everywhere let's make something happen man so please hit us up there as well none of us bite none of us scary so we all willing to try to You know interact with people more so please never feel feel free to always check in um but yeah so you know what's up
1: thank y'all for listening to another edition of the otaku collective podcast please be sure to share with those friends and also subscribe on all platforms that we stream on that spotify google play apple Podcasts, anything that you can think of and share with anybody that y'all might like anime friends parents relatives cousins whoever share with them because that's the best way that you can help us grow this podcast and we will see y'all next episode peace out you bunch of otakus